Hastings College Football is on the air, and this is Countdown to Kickoff. We begin each game day with the Tony Harper pregame show, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to Hastings College Football on 1230 KHIS. Hastings getting sent to open up the season tonight against Panhandle State out of Oklahoma. As head coach Tony Harper joins us again. The, the cast is still the same. Good to see you, my man. Hey, I'm excited to be back. Get this thing rolling. It's uh, it's another season for Hastings College Football. You guys have been in camp for a while. You're probably anxious to... To hit somebody else, huh? We have been in camp for probably the longest time that I think I've ever been in a camp. And uh, so, you know, with the new block schedule and everything like that, it allowed us uh, to, to get a long look at a lot of young guys, which we'll, which is what we needed. Happy with what you got done? Well, I'm happy with what we got done. I got a lot of concerns, and you just said it uh, yesterday in regards to no coach is ever ready for that first game of the year. But, uh, you know, we're gonna, we got it on a schedule. we got to play it. Talk about the, the preseason workouts. Uh, what have you seen so far? You know, I tell you what, th- this team, um, they've come together extremely well. They're, they're buying into each other. we got great communication. Our checks are good. The guys are taking care of each other off of the football field. It just seems like there's a, a lot more trust right now than there has been for a while. You guys have had back-to-back five and six seasons. How do we take that next step? Well, it, it goes back to getting guys in the right position to make plays as coaches. It's, it's about us communicating better with the players it's about the players listening and and taking what they're receiving and doing something about it I mean it's it's straight across the board and uh you know we got to continue to work on that we've got something this year that I have never personally ever been a part of with as many first year players as we have on this team and as many first year players that are probably going to see a lot of time tonight yeah you got a young football team and we're not going to hang our head, uh, hang our hand on that uh, that excuse, so to speak. These guys have to be ready to play. You darn right, they do. And we've been. You talked about it. We've been in camp for almost a month. At least it seems like a month, anyway. Um, so we played a lot of football. It's just been against each other instead of against somebody else. So we're going to see what happens when the bullets start flying and somebody else punches us in the mouth instead of a teammate. But you know, we've got a lot of athletic young guys um, that are playing some very important positions for us. And there's there's going to be some mental bust. There's going to be some, uh, you know, mistakes made, but we got to be able to recover from those fast. You've had three scrimmages at least during uh, the preseason workouts. Have you improved each and every uh, scrimmage? I can honestly tell you we have. The first one, brutal. I mean, I'm not going. To, I'm not going to sugarcoat it or anything like that. We lacked physicality. We lacked energy. We lacked focus a little bit. Um, it, 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 we looked at it as coaches. That was just our third day in full pads. So, I mean, you can look at that as an excuse. You can look at that, but that's the reality of it. They really didn't know exactly what we were looking for. The second one was was hands down better than the first one. The guys were flying around. We were making plays on both sides of the football. The last one, uh, last weekend, uh, from an offensive and a defensive perspective, was a lot better than the previous two. We added full special teams. Um, That's going to be an area of concern throughout this year, um, but you never really know until the game starts. All right, with a with a young team, do we approach this year any differently? We bring them along slower, or what do we do? I, we don't approach it any different from a philosophical standpoint. The standard is the standard, and you get either on the boat or you ain't on the boat at the end of the day. Uh, but in regards to, I think what you're asking is is philosophically, scheme wise, do we slow it down? Yes, we got to slow it down. We don't need to be putting in 15 coverages. We don't need to be putting in six different fronts. We don't need to put in any exotic pressures. 
We don't need to do a bunch of stuff offensively that we just don't have the guys to do until they feel comfortable with it. So we have limited the offense. We have limited the defense. But on the flip side of it, it's allowed the guys to play fairly fast. All right. I think we talked about this uh, during the preseason workouts. They kind of narrowed things down for both the offense and defense. Is that something that we add uh, throughout the year then? I mean, possibly. But if you look at the, the very good programs, the great programs, whether it's in our conference or at higher levels or whatever you want to look at, not a lot of people get hung up man look at all this exotic stuff they're doing they're really not doing a lot of exotic stuff they're just playing football you know they they don't do a bunch of different things they hang their hat on a couple things there's always in-game adjustments and tweaks here and there you may stem it at eight instead of ten in regards to a pass route or concept or something like that but at the end of the day great programs don't have a big old thick playbook they got a nice small playbook, and they put their guys in position to make plays. All right, see things in Panhandle State here tonight to kick off the uh, 2019 season. We'll take a break and come back and zero in on the ball game as we continue right after this. Currently, I have children as young as a year old that are working on some feeding and swallowing, problem solving, and those basic speech and language areas of articulation and phonology. Those are what most people think of when they think of speech therapy. These children are going to go out into the community and they're going to be able to make a difference and they're going to be able to be independent. When I came to Mary Lanny, there was no pediatric speech therapy program. Our space was very limited and we've more than outgrown that space. The first time a child does something that they've not ever done before, it's so rewarding. All that time and effort, it makes it worthwhile and it just makes you want to continue to do what you do every single day. My name is Brooke West, speech-language pathologist at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Hastings College and Panhandle State here tonight at Lloyd Wilson Field, the Osborne Sports Complex. Let's talk about uh, your team, first of all, Coach. Offensively, the big question mark was on the offensive line. How has that kind of developed? We have as many questions about our own team as we do about Panhandle, I think. But, uh, you know, it's gone okay. Um, You know, we came into the season, knew that we were going to be playing um, some young guys. Uh, We brought back both our right tackle and our left tackle. um, But, unfortunately, we lost our left tackle before camp even started to an injury. So now we're technically bringing back only one guy that was a start in the last game of last year. But... We bring back two other guys that have starting experience in the past season in Daniel Gonzalez and Justin Heine. So those guys have been in the battles, if you will, in the trenches. We bring back John Satterley as our right tackle, so he's played some football. It's going to be a learning curve. You know, we got a couple young pups in there um, that kind of surprised us, to be honest with you, throughout preseason camp. But uh, that's going to be a work in prog- uh, progress throughout this entire season. We had to replace an All-American running back in Taj Willingham. You don't replace him with one guy. You guys are going to bring out three or four. Yeah, we really are. And to be honest with you, his backup, Tyree Nesmith, um, who we lost him before spring ball started last year, he was an honorable mention all-conference guy. So we thought we had a nice little set backfield uh, coming into the season. But this is the part of the sports. Whether it's football, basketball, it doesn't matter. You're going to get injured, so you got to have the next man up. Um, but we are going to be extremely young there. I mean, our starter is a freshman, his backup is a freshman, and our third-string guy is a freshman. But they all come from very successful high school programs. Um, they, 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 you know, kind of how I'm looking at it and how we're looking at it is they're too young to be scared of anything. So that's a good thing. But I think uh, you, as the season progresses, I think those three guys will, are going to feel a lot more comfortable. 
You've got a guy uh, pulling the trigger, though, at quarterback. Uh, that's pretty good. First time in about five years you haven't asked me who our starting quarterback is, so that's kind of nice. Yeah, Isaiah took over about halfway through the season last year, um, finished strong, didn't turn the ball over a lot, and that's what we got to have, especially with the young offense. So um, having him back there and then backed up by Griffin Roberts, you know, who was a starter, part-time starter for us last year as well, that, that is extremely important just because that's a calming voice in the huddle. On the outside, uh, the wide receivers, they, they look talented, but some new faces out there. Oh, we're, we, yeah, they're new, all right. Um, sometimes I need to put some name tags on their helmets <laughs> or something. But, uh, you know, we bring back Anthony Martinez, um, nice little slot receiver, tough kid, great leader. Um, Riley Ostendorf had a solid spring last year, a solid season last year. Once he got off the injury bug, he's he's been pretty consistent. He's a bigger type of guy. And then Keote Steinhouse, who's been with us for, for a year and a half, couple of seasons now, um, finally got cleared, and, and his red shirt's been lifted, so we're excited to get him out there to see what he's going to do. But, you know, they're backed up by a bunch of young pups as well, so we're just going to see what happens. All right, the Hastings College uh, defense, probably the, the big question mark on this side was in the in the secondary. Yeah, it's when you graduate, you're starting corner, you're starting free safety, and you're other starting corner, and when one of those corners was an All-American for the first time since 1995. So, yeah, there's a lot of question marks back there, but defensively our philosophy has always been to rotate guys. Um, but you do not replace a first-team All-American player in one year. It's not going to happen. So we brought in a lot of young guys at that point. We're still very green back there. Um, you know, we're going to be ended up playing. We're going to start two guys that have never played college football at those positions, backed up by two guys who are fresh out of high school. But again, I, you know, they're just so young. I don't think they're really going to worry too much about stuff. So we're going to take our bumps back there. We're going to get beat a little bit, but how we respond is going to be huge. Yeah, if, if there's one position, you probably don't want some young pups, and that's in a defensive <laughs> secondary. Yeah, especially with the team we're getting ready to play t- tonight. Uh, you got a couple of guys, though, they're coming back on defense. It's going to kind of. Uh, give us a, a little plug up front. We do. You know, our defensive line, we feel like it's going to be a strength. Um, I think Coach Valentine's done one heck of a job in his three years here. Um, you know, we, we graduate two very good players, Tyler Parthamer and Austin Breton. But when you bring back Abdul Myri, you bring back Kendall Oberheide, you bring back Keontae Kenny. Uh, we got a couple other guys that, that weren't with us last fall but came in in the spring. A couple other young guys that are now sophomores and juniors. We still feel like that's going to be the strength um, of this defense and, and pretty much of this team right now. I know you and I have talked about it. You, you give up a lot of yards. You, you give up a lot of points. You don't care. It's uh, basically what you get done uh... – 20 yard line in it really is you know and, and when we when we had some some solid defenses our red zone defense was good and our third down defense was good and our turnover margin was great and that's what we're going to have to do we got to limit the turnovers we got to cause more turnovers that's been a huge emphasis for us in the not only the spring but in fall camp and pursuit into the ball we got to get 11 halves to that football every single time because you never know when it's going to pop up especially the very first game of the year. So they've done a pretty good job of that, but we got to make sure now going into this first game that our guys don't get too juiced up, too jacked up, and just completely abort everything <laughs> they've been taught for two weeks. I think I looked uh, this morning, we were plus four in the turnover ratio a year ago, but back in our days that we we went to the playoffs, we were we were much better than that. Yeah, I mean, that one in, last time we went was 09. I think we had about 45 turnover. Our offense um, limited. They were very limited in what they turned the ball over. I think it was like a plus 25, plus 26. Something. See, I got some stats for you right there. <laughs> 
Doesn't um, happen often, does it? It does not happen often. But uh, yeah, I mean, we got to get back to that. But again, we can't get too fired up about that because then you get sloppy in tackling. And with all these new rules and when you can bang and when you can't bang, you know that limits some of the things. So we got to make sure we're really focusing on the finer details. So a lot of uh, young pumps on uh, both sides of the ball. A lot of concerns as we head to the, the first game, but you just got to kind of throw them to the fire, don't you? You got to roll with yep. it. You got to roll with it. If you start worrying about, well, this guy's this age, this guy's that age, but this guy, then, you, then you've set them up for failure. You want to put these guys in, in position to be successful when they mess up because they're going to mess up. We got to coach them up when they get on the sidelines and get them right back out there. Okay, we'll come back and talk about our opponents tonight in Panhandle State as we continue on the Tony Harper pregame show right after this. I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday, and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning. And uh, I worked in outpatient surgery, and then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being anyplace else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Back with the coaches, Hastings and Panhandle State here tonight. The team out of Goodwell, Oklahoma. At least we don't have to make the trip down there. We were down there last year. That's a that's a long way from home. I know that. That's a long way away from home, and that was a two day game. Started on Saturday, finished on Sunday. Yeah, this is the game last year that we had a, a rain delay of about uh, three hours. I think we had a couple of rain delays, and then we finally, you and I, walked out of the stadium. It was like twelve thirty or quarter till one or something before we finally started to board the bus. We have had some interesting games in the past two years, but that one I think takes the cake. Right, <laughs> ain't nothing beating that one. This is a team that finished six and five a year ago we were able to win last year down there 26 to 17 but everything we learned last year we just toss it in the uh the trash can because it's a, a whole new team we it, it's a whole new team it's a whole new coaching staff um and to be quite honest with you um we haven't had a lot of prep with these guys because we have nothing on them nothing at all so this may be the shortest review or preview of an opponent this entire season but um i know the head coach down there him and i've coached against each other i know uh we've got the two deep on sunday and seen their roster and they got a lot of transfers and some different things like that so it's gonna be tough as all get out how tough is that now we've got a young football team we we know virtually nothing about our opponents it's the first game of the season they know a lot about us because they can pull the film from last year we haven't changed all that much this is not in a good position for us it's really not and and what we've tried to do uh throughout preseason camp because we've been prepping if you want to say for panhandle for about a week and a half but in reality we haven't been it's been our offense going against our defense and our defense going against our offense just so we can get somewhat of the game speed now we can't bang every single time so if they come out in a five wide set there's going to be some adjustments because our offense does not do a five wide set if their defense comes out in a 40 front or a 50 front there's going to be some major adjustments because we just don't do that defensively so um it's it's going to be 
and I've been coaching for a long time now, and uh, this is one of the most unique situations I've ever been a part of. All right, let's. Uh, we can kind of guess what Panhandle is going to do. Let's start with their offense. First of all, they got a, a quarterback that spent some time at Army. He's a sophomore quarterback that's going to take over this year down there. You spend uh, time at a Division One level, you're pretty good. Especially at that institution. Yep. That's one of the best in the entire nation. T- ton of respect for what they do there. And if he can get in there and he can go play football there, well, you know he can play football. And he's a smart cat, too. You know, so you know he's going to be able to run the football um, because of what they do over there. You know he's going to be athletic. He's going to have a little bit of gun to him. Um, so, again, we got to keep him. And, again, I'm just kind of spitballing. It's going to get a lot of coach speak here right now. <laughs> we got to keep him in the box, and we're going to have to tackle him. And we're going to have to make sure we key on him and keep him contained and frustrate him a little bit, which is going to be tougher, which is easier said than done, because they return three or four of their starting offensive linemen and all of them are 300-pound or bigger. All of them are 6'2 or bigger. There's one 6'4", 300-plus. I mean, he might eat a couple of our guys. So we're going to have to utilize our speed and just play fast. Yeah, their offensive line, huge, 275, 320, 325, 325, and 270. Those are the starters that they, they gave us for uh, this ball game. So that's a concern right up there. Hey, let's play football. Yeah. Let's, let's just go out and play football. So you've got a uh, Division One uh, type of quarterback in there, and then they, they throw out uh, in there too deep, like four or five wide receivers. So this is going to be, be a team that's probably going to spread the ball around a little bit. They're, they bring back two receivers, three receivers that were on there too deep from the previous year. So we've got a little bit of film. But, again, we don't know what they're doing schematically. We don't know three wide, four wide, five wide, what they're doing with the motion and shifting and different things like that. So – it's we know they're going to be fast. I mean, they were faster than us last year on the edge. They're, they're going to be a little bit faster than us this year. So we got to make sure that we just continue to communicate with our coverages and and our pressures have to get home. They, they bring back a running back that played against us uh, a year ago as well. So they've got a little experience coming back. Although there's going to be a lot of new faces on the offense for Panhandle. Yeah, and and, and you don't know who's calling the plays. I mean, I got an idea who's calling the plays. Um, but uh, if you look at their roster and how their coaches' tiles are broken down, we don't know who's calling the plays. So it's not like we can look at wherever that previous coach came from and see what he ran there because we don't know who technically the OC is. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, what we're up against on the uh, Panhandle offense. Defensively, they do bring back a lot of their guys that we saw a year ago or back on that side of the ball. I like their defense last year, and I know Coach Head doesn't like me saying that, but I like their defense last year. They play man-to-man, and they get after it. They're, they last Again, last year's film, they were a three-front like we are. They brought a ton of pressure, um, a lot more than what we even bring. Um, if I had to compare it to what it was last year, I would compare it to what Briar Cliff had. That, that was kind of the same type of, of defense. But again, new D coordinator. We know where he came from, but we have no film on him. So we don't know if they're an odd front. We don't know if they're an even front. Uh, but we expect them to bring a lot of pressure, especially when you look at the ages of, of our players on offense. Diamante Pounds is uh, one of the guys that caused us uh, a lot of problems a year ago. He's, a, he's an All-American for Panhandle State. Uh, what do you have? 61 tackles. He had 10 sacks last year, had an interception, three fumble recoveries. That cat is good, one of the linebackers. I'll tell you what, you just wowed me with a bunch of stats on that when You got me on that one. But, yeah, no, that boy can play football now. I mean, he drops a hammer when he comes on the edge. He's not one, like one of a lot of bigger linebackers at the NAI level where they're just downhill type of players. He can get out and cover people. They do a very, they did a very good job with him last year, bringing him from different parts of, of the field, whether it was outside to inside, inside to outside. So we're going to have to identify him, but we just can't look at him because they got some experience coming back at the defensive line, which, you know, they're, again, bigger than we are, so they're going to create some problems there. 
Hi, so, so what are you telling your team? It's, this is not a, a traditional week where you guys really have a lot of information about your opponents. You really zero in on a lot of things that your opponents do. And that's not the case this week. What's the guy saying? Do us, be us. That's all we can say. And, and I know that's kind of coach speak and everything like that. And But that's kind of been our motto a little bit since last spring was, let's not worry about all this other stuff. Focus on what we got. To, you know we're going to see something tonight that we haven't prepared you for. So when we get off the field, whether it's offense, defense, special teams, set down, you communicate to us, we communicate to you, short, sweet, to the point. But don't go out there and try and do something that's not built in the scheme. Don't don't try and go out there and do something that you're not built for. Just be us and do us and, and uh, see what happens. This is going to be a game of a lot of changes and and making adjustments, isn't it? Oh, it is. And, and this is the roller coaster game. You got first game for both teams. You got a night game. The other team – Brand new coaches staff, so they're juiced up and jacked up. You know, they want to come up here and beat the team that beat them last year in the two-day game. Um, you know, we're extremely young. I mean, our guys might walk on that field and forget kind of where we're at, or they might just go out on the field and go to the wrong side. So th- there's a lot of emotions. This is the roller co- The first game is always like the roller coaster, but again, you throw all these little extras into it, um, we're going to have to maintain and weather the storm because they're going to make plays. We know that. They're athletic. They're very well coached. And we just have to weather the storm and do us. We were kind of wild when we went down there last year. I remember this team; they were they were out kind of working <laughs> out uh, with with their with their shirts off and things like that. Jimmy and I walked in, and it's kind of wildest when we walked in the stadium last year. Yeah, they look good on a hoof. I'll tell you <laughs> that right now, and they're, and they're still going to look good on a hoof. But uh, you know, we we talked offense, we talked defense, uh, special teams, especially early in the season, very important. And again, we got question marks maybe in that category. Biggest concern we have going into tonight's game. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it because you lose your starting kicker, place kicker. You lose your starting kickoff guy. You lose your starting punter. Now, all three of them were the same guy uh, most of the time. You lose your long snapper, which a lot of people don't give that long snapper enough credit. I mean, that's where a lot of things happen right there, good and bad. So we graduate that. We graduate two return men. Again, one was an All-American running back. Another one was an All-American defensive back. So we, we got some young guys back there. I mean, the lights are going to be bright. People are going to be popping, and we're going to have to respond. But the good the, here's why I like these guys. And I don't know what's going to happen tonight, and we're going to go out there and we're going to play football. But here's why I like this team that we got. They seem to play for each other. They seem to trust each other, and they seem not to care in, in, in a good way in regards to who they're playing. To, let's just go play football. So that is the biggest concern, though, in regards is the special teams. Do we have the correct punter in? Do we have the correct call in? How many punt blocks did you see last night on college football? Because that's where people mess up a lot because it's such a tough thing. How many big returns? That's another one. You know, I was watching that Utah-BYU game. And that receiver or that uh, return man for Utah, he made two guys miss, and they were out of their lanes. BYU had a big return. So every little thing like that um, is, is very important to tonight. So do we spend a lot of time on special teams? We have spent more time than we have in a long time just because of the new faces. And I'm going to be upfront and honest with you, I don't know if it's been enough. So we, we, we adjusted Friday's practice to get some extra work in. But, again, we can't put too much on these guys. We just got to give them the confidence to go out there and play football. Question marks, concerns, and and so how do we come out of here with a win tonight? Just have confidence. And just like I said, trust each other. You know, everybody loves to say trust the process and all that other stuff. you got to trust each other. got to play hard. Can't get caught up in the whole yippy yapping thing. Can't be talking to the other team. Can't be talking to the officials. Do us. Be us. 
go out there, play hard, good nose, clean football, physical football on the defensive side of the football. Do not be too um, selfish on the offensive side of the football and take what they give you. And hopefully we can get something done out there offensively. Huh? Hey, we're, we're, we're going. Coach Head's going to do a great job tonight. I know it. <laughs> All right, good luck. We'll see you afterwards. Thank you. Tony Harper, the head coach for Hastings College. Stick around. The scouting report is coming up next. Then we've got Hastings College football. It's the Broncos and Panhandle State tonight on 1230 KHAS. The Tony Harper pregame show is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Countdown to kickoff continues with the scouting report. Coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. It's time now for the KHAS Scouting Report, a pregame chat with today's opposing coach. And good evening. Welcome to the Scouting Report as we get you sent for Hastings College football here tonight. The Broncos getting set to take on Oklahoma Panhandle State. Spent a couple of minutes with the Aggies head coach, Bob Majeski. And, Coach, you took over the program in, what, December of 2018. You've been through spring ball with these guys. You've been through preseason uh, workouts with your team. Just uh, your overall impressions of your football team so far. You know, I think we've got a, I think we've come a long way. I think we've got a good group of young men that uh, truly buy into the, the student-athlete segment of stuff. Um, you know, we got there actually July, January 3rd. I think it was actually my first day on campus and stuff like that. You know, the kids have worked hard. Um, most of them have bought in. And, and just like any place, whenever there's a transition, some people leave due to the fact of, you know, it's new. And, and they don't. it's the unknown to them. Some people get scared and they leave. But the guys who have stuck around have really done a tremendous job buying into what we're of what we're doing. Coach, you've got 34 years of college coaching experience. Obviously, you've been around. So what are some of the things that you're trying to bring to uh, Goodwell, Oklahoma? You know what we're trying to do? We're trying to graduate young men that when they leave the college, that they, they go on their, their great parts of society, um, you know, get great jobs, be great husbands, fathers, um, and people in society and leaders in a society. You know, when you, I think when you're young, it's all about the W's and L's. And as you start to mature, it really is about the relationships that you develop and bond, the bonds that you do, you do do receive, and then just making sure that everyone lives a good life and everyone graduates because that's what they're really here to do. Uh, the second thing is play great football. But number one, we I feel we failed if a kid goes out of here in four, four and a half years and he doesn't have his degree. Our brand new coaching staff down there. You've got obviously a lot of new players with a coaching change. So this is not the team that Hastings saw a year ago when we come down there. No, 
No, it's you know, we've got some of the same kids, but uh, they're the same but different. As you take a look at your schedule, you've got uh, most of your games right here at the beginning of the season on the road. So that's going to add a, a different challenge for you guys. It is. It, we're not going to. You know, we're not going to see our home stadium as far as as, as a game until October fifth. And so the first quote unquote five weeks of the season, we're on the road or, or in a bye week. And so the thing is, it, it's. Uh, we it's a good thing we practice in our stadium. Otherwise, it'd be very unfamiliar when we walk out. Coach, with a, a new team and uh, new coaching staff and everything, is is there added pressure maybe to uh, go on the road for the first uh, four or five weeks of the season? You know what? I think it may be a good thing for us um, to truly find out what we have. Uh, um, either you know, either way, we're going to put the ball down and play. If we were at home, we'd put it down and play. If we're on the road, we're going to put it down and play. Um, our deal is just get better each time we play play the best of our capabilities. All right, let's talk about your football team a little bit. You got a, a sophomore quarterback in there and Tony Brown. Talk about him. Uh, very fast, elusive, um, does a great job of leading, uh, can can throw the ball fairly well. You know, we're looking for him for leadership and and just uh, to maintain a cool head. One of the, the running backs is uh, a guy returning from a season ago that played against us uh, a year ago, Danny Valverde. Uh, talk about him. Right. Uh, you know, Dan, Danny showed a tremendous amount of improvement um, we're counting on him to to make smart decisions, you know, in the backfield. You know, when he runs the ball, protecting the ball, and just look, we look for really good things from him. Bunch of talented wide receivers too. We've got a couple of kids who who can run and catch, and and that that's a good thing because you always need that to, uh, you know, take the spread people out across the field at times. Coach, we don't want you to give away the game plan or anything, but what are and some? Obviously, and obviously, I'm working hard not to. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> talk about uh, some of the things you like to do uh, offensively, Coach. You know, you know what? We really want to be efficient throwing the ball. We want to be efficient throwing the ball, and we want to make sure we make smart decisions in the run game. That that's really it. We're not we're not fancy. We're not we're not the latest uh, style of the week. You know, we're, we're going to block. Our main deal is we want to be very efficient running and throwing the ball. And, you know, we want to be as balanced as we possibly can be. All right, other side of the ball, what are you doing on defense? Uh, we're, we're going to run around, tackle, play off blocks. It's going to be good to, to watch some of our, some of our, our young kids, uh, see how they've developed throughout the spring and the new kids that came in. You know, once we started camp, we're looking forward to seeing them play. I think we're going to be very aggressive. Um, you know, it, it's, it's like anything. Whoever comes down to playing the best fundamentals, blocking, tackling, not giving up the big play, um, leveraging the football, that's who wins. I guess there's a couple of guys that we are familiar with from a, a year ago, a couple of linebackers. It looks like uh, you got uh, some big hitters back at linebacker. i tell you what, they're pretty good. They're pretty darn good. And you know what? Better than that, they're, they're really good young men. And we're happy to have them back in leadership roles. The Amante Pounds is one guy we're, we're kind of referring to. He, he caused some noise last sure. year. Sure. Sure. He's uh, he's. You know, he was an honorable mention All-American last year, and uh, we look for really big things from him. I talk about some of the other guys, Coach, uh, on the defensive side that we'll see in this ballgame today. You know, Jasper Smiley's a returner. I think he was second-team all-conference last year. Uh, Deontay Fikes, even though that's not his real first name, D. Fikes is what I call him. His, his uh, last first name has about 27 letters in it, but he's a tremendous corner, and he does some really good stuff uh, at playing corner and safety. You know, we just really want to play great team defense. Okay, that's a little story on Oklahoma Panhandle State. We'll come back and talk about Hastings College. Our scouting report continues after this. 
The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Back with the head coach of Oklahoma Panhandle State, Bob Majeski, and Coach uh, Hastings College here tonight here in Nebraska. Had a chance to uh, maybe scope them out last year when we came down to uh, Oklahoma on tape. You've, you've got a little bit to go on at least, don't you? Well, you know what? The thing is, we don't know how much they've changed, if they've changed. Um, you know, they're a 3-3 stack team and multiple on offense. Um, you know, like I said earlier, we're just going to really try to contain people on defense and you know, make wise decisions on our offense. As you looked at that tape from a year ago, uh, what impressed you most about Hastings as you scoped her out? Uh, you know, they, they play hard. They play really, really hard. Real impressed with number 17 defensive end they had. Um, you know, he plays hard just from, from the get-go. 26, Kennedy, the linebacker, does a really, really good job of leading and uh, is a very, very solid linebacker. You know, and, and the thing is, they're, they're a lot like us in the fact that a lot of young players are going to be playing. It's gonna. It's gonna be. You know, who who makes the most mistakes is going to be the the loser of the game. Oh, did you have a little uh, history with Coach Harper? Are you guys are familiar with one another? I understand. Yes. Yeah. Tony's nobody of mine. He's nobody of mine. He was at Dakota Wesleyan um, when I was coaching at Black Hill State. So we, we've known we've known each other quite a few years. Hi. Right, what? But about- I think he looks old. I, I, but I think he looks older than me. He may he may disagree with that. <laughs> I'll tell him you said that. <laughs> All right, Coach, what, what are you telling you guys? Uh, what are the keys to this uh, victory today? You know what? Uh, you know, play hard, play smart, and be a great teammate. Don't beat ourselves. Worry about, worry about what we do. You can't worry about the last play. You have to you know, worry about this play because that's the only one that really matters. You can't do anything about the, the next play or the last play. This play is the one that matters. And just, you know, play hard, play smart. Okay, Coach, we look forward to seeing uh, this team again. Like we said, we had a great game last year, and we expect uh, more of the same here tonight. Thanks for visiting with us. You betcha. Thank you for having me. That's the head coach of Oklahoma Panhandle State, Bob Majeski. Stick around. He sings college football is coming up next. You've been listening to the Scouting Report. Hastings College play-by-play is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. We've added more items, more savings, more sales more often to the ShopWheelerDealer.com inventory. In fact, ShopWheelerDealer.com has people who spend all of their time replenishing and expanding the variety and quantity of merchandise. For bonus specials, text Wheeler Dealer to 90210. Text Wheeler Dealer to 90210. Or sign up for emails by logging on to ShopWheelerDealer.com. So join in, log on to ShopWheelerDealer.com. Shop local, save big. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration.
by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank, with three locations in Hastings. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. And by the Hastings College Foundation. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to Hastings College Football here tonight on 1230 KHS. The Broncos getting sent to open up the 2019 season. They'll take on a team out of Goodwell, Oklahoma, Panhandle State coming in here to open up the uh, 2019 season. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you again this year. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. Hastings coming in after back-to-back five and six seasons. In fact, it's been a while since Hastings has had a winning season. That was back in uh, 2014 when Hastings was able to pick up uh, six wins. They went five and five in 2014, but back-to-back uh, seasons where Hastings finished five and six. So they'll be looking to improve on that here this year, but they're going to be playing with a lot of uh, young in the starting lineup, both offensively and defensively. They'll face a team in Panhandle State that comes in here after a 6-5 and season a year ago. That included a 26-17 loss to Hastings down in Goodwill last year, but they have basically cleaned house down there. they got a brand-new coaching staff, a lot of new transfers on the roster here for this year, but exactly what we're going to see is anybody's guess here today. Not a lot of information uh, coming up here during the, the preseason uh, couple of weeks here. So these things kind of in the dark here as we get ready to uh, start another season. Jimmy, we get back together again for Hastings uh, College football. And as usual, a lot of uh, optimistic folks running around here. But uh, it's going to start off. I think this is going to be a tough game for Hastings here uh, this evening. Well, it is. First off, it was good to get things started last night on the high school side of things with a win with the uh, Hastings High Tigers. And uh, now we jump into the, the college scene. Uh, normally afternoon games. We got a rare uh, evening game here with uh, Panhandle State. You know what the good thing is about this game? We didn't have to travel nine hours to get there. You got it. We didn't have to travel down there and I remember when we were getting close to uh, Goodwill, Oklahoma, I said, boy, them clouds are starting to look dark. Wouldn't it be something if there was a storm delay? And I know anymore I say that, you about want to punch me out and give me a black eye because we were storm delayed for several hours. And like Tony said in the pregame show, it took us two days to get that game done. It was after midnight when we got done and finally wrapped everything up and headed back. We drove straight through, which I don't know how smart a deal that was, but uh, we got home, I think, around 8 a.m. on uh, Sunday morning. But uh, anyway, yeah, you talk about the uh, the unknowns, Mike, and you just uh, – we talked about it last night on the way to the uh, high school game with uh, the new coaching staff down there. They had a former offensive lineman for Texas. Uh, his name is Slippy. He was a coach last year, and uh, but they have cleaned house. All new coaching staff. They've uh, had a bunch of players leave the program, but they've had some transfers come in. Uh, the quarterback back is, is one of those. He's an individual from uh, Army that was a quarterback there. He's come in. His name, Tony Brown. We'll talk about him here momentarily. But uh, this coach has been able to get some transfers come in. And physicality, wow, you ain't just a kid. When we got down there last year, they looked like a bunch of uh, men with some boys of ours running around. They are very big, very physical, very fast. And a lot of that hadn't changed because we watched them out here in pregame here a little bit earlier. They are a big bunch of guys. Tony's worried about a couple of their linemen eating some of our guys, and they possibly could. They've got some big, big boys on that offensive and defensive front. For Hastings College, again, 
Kind of some unknowns again there. We do know Isaiah Jackson. We've seen him last year. He's going to be our uh, trigger puller. From there, it's just running back by committee. Going to be a lot of youngsters getting a lot of action. They're going to be touching the football for the first time in their college career. One guy that we did get to see last year on the high school side of things, Jesse Ulrich from Ord. He was an outstanding quarterback for the chance, got them down to the state finals where they lost to Aurora. But he's going to be in uniform, and he's a guy they do need to get on the field, Mike. He's a very physical runner. They'll have him at a running back. Here tonight, we're going to see Brett Simonson out of Sutton. He's a freshman as well. So going to be a, a lot of youngsters on the uh, the line as well. The secondary is a big question for Hastings, and that don't bode well when you got a good quarterback coming in. So we'll see what materializes along with the new players that we're going to have put into the system. We've got some new coaches. We've had a couple of guys that have uh, left the program, some new guys in. And I tell you what, we've probably got one of the biggest coaching staffs in the uh, GPAC for sure, possibly the NAI. I know we got the biggest quarter, the cornerback coach in Wade Fleischer. If anybody's seen Wade, he's not backed away from the buffet table anytime soon. So anyway, we got to, we'll see what happens tonight, but a lot of unknowns. We'll uh, we'll know a whole lot more here when they strap the uh, helmets on in just a few minutes. But they excited to get this year going. As you said, Hastings with a, a couple of back-to-back five and six seasons, they really need to get you know the momentum going. It's kind of up for grabs after more. Morningside, uh, they kind of carried the torch in this uh, league for so many years, won the national championship last year, and they absolutely destroyed their opponent today. I think, would you say 80 to nothing, they beat uh, St. Francis of Illinois. So they obviously, they graduated uh, a lot, but they just uh, continue to plug new guys into the system. But uh, that's uh, on down the road. We're not worried about that. We're worried right now about Panhandle State of Oklahoma. They are our opponent, and they are going to be a, a strong test here tonight. Yeah, that's the uh, season opener for Hastings College. Other games going on here tonight. In fact, there's going to be two other games in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Briar Cliff is playing at Waldorf tonight. They're getting sent to uh, kick it off down there. And Midland is down in Kansas playing uh, Southeastern tonight. He sings here against Panhandle State. And as Jimmy mentioned this afternoon, Morningside took care of St. Francis of Illinois by the score of 80 to nothing. Four other teams in the Great Plains Athletic Conference opened up their seasons on Thursday. Ottawa of Arizona beat Doan 48-7. Valley City State over the University of Jamestown 20-14. Dakota State beat Dakota Wesleyan in two overtimes 33-30. And Kaiser University beat Dort by the score of 34-21. Weather-wise, going to be a great night here for football. So if you're on your way back from the, the Husker action this afternoon, swing on by Lloyd Wilson Field tonight. We've got a temp setting at 74 degrees, a partly cloudy sky, and the winds will be blowing out of the southeast at about nine miles per hour. Sneaking up on game time here tonight, Hastings College and Panhandle State on 1230 KHIS. We'll take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back and check the starting lineups. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHIS. As a paramedic, we do interfacility transport, so I see and interact a lot with Mary Lanning. I was on the job, bent down to lift the stretcher and kind of had a little bit of a pull in my back. After the injury, was not able to do much. Then was referred to Dr. Bell, Mary Lanning and Hastings. And Dr. Bell reviewed things and decided that surgery was the best option for me. After the surgery, I was able to continue to do my job at the highest level, even more so now than I was before. Mary Lanning felt like I was not just a number. They're not just doing the medicine 
They're taking care of the person as a whole and that person's family. My name is Nathan Wigert and I'm a patient of Dr. Scott Bell at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field here tonight. Hastings College getting set to take on Panhandle State out of Oklahoma. I want to mention a couple of their uh, sporting events for uh, Broncos sports here. Last night in men's soccer, Hastings College beat Benedictine by the score of one to nothing. So the Broncos off to a good start. They are 2-0 and in the season. They will host William Woods uh, tomorrow at 2 o'clock here at uh, Lloyd Wilson Field. Women's soccer, they also beat Benedictine last night by a score of one to nothing. So they are now 1-1 one one in the season. They will play at Oklahoma Wesleyan on September the 7th. Volleyball, they're playing down in Columbia, Missouri this weekend for the Labor Day Classic down there in Columbia. They uh, split two games yesterday, beating Olivet Nazarene and losing to Columbia. And then this afternoon, they beat William Woods. So their record is sitting at two wins and five losses. They will start conference play next week, September 4th, playing at Concordia University. Hastings College and Oklahoma Panhandle State here tonight. The Aggies and the Broncos will get you set for the starting lineups here. They're brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Hastings on offense here tonight will go with Isaiah Jackson at quarterback, five foot nine hundred ninety-five pound senior from Compton, California. Jackson took over the uh, starting role about halfway through the season last year, threw for 781 yards, six touchdowns, two interceptions. So he'll get the start here to begin the 2019 season. Running back, as Jimmy mentioned, it's going to be kind of a uh, running back by committee here, at least to start the season. Of course, the Broncos looking to replace Taz Willingham, who was an All-American from a season ago. Rushed for nearly 4,000 yards in his career. So how do you replace a guy like Taz Willingham? You do it with three guys, and it's going to be three (laughs) freshmen coming into uh, the starting role for Hastings here. Brent Simonson is officially going to be listed as the starting uh, running back for Hastings here in this ballgame. Five, 990-pound freshman out of Sutton, but we'll see uh, Dante Smith out of Goose Creek, South Carolina in the uh, ball game here tonight. Uh, five foot, 978-pound freshman. And as Jimmy mentioned, uh, Jesse Ulrich from uh, Ord, who was a quarterback in high school. He's going to be a running back here at least uh, his first season at Hastings College. He'll be in the uh, starting lineup uh, eventually as a uh, running back here for the Broncos. But we'll see some uh, playing time out of Jesse Ulrich here out of uh, Ord tonight at the running back position for Hastings. Wide receiver on the outside, we're going to see Kyoti uh, Stenhouse. Five foot eleven, one hundred and eighty pound senior from Pacoma, California. The other side will have Raleigh Ostendorf, a six foot two hundred and twenty pound senior out of Gothenburg, Nebraska, and Anthony Martinez, a returner from a season ago, five foot seven hundred and sixty-five pound senior out of Oceanside, California. He had twenty-six receptions for two hundred and two yards and a touchdown a season ago. And then as the H back in this Hastings College offense is going to be Cole Atson, 
Anson is six foot two, two hundred and twenty pound junior out of Scottsdale, Arizona. In the offensive line for Hastings, this is the big question mark for the Broncos to begin the season. The center is going to be Rico Santana. Santana is five foot eleven, two hundred and fifty pound senior out of Tumble, Texas. The left guard is going to be Daniel Gonzalez, 5'11", 260-pound senior from Escalon, California. The right guard is going to be Stephen Sherman, 6'4", 310-pound sophomore from Highland Ranch, Colorado. The left tackle is going to be Justin Heine, a 6'5", 305-pound junior out of Waco, Nebraska. And the right tackle is going to be John Satterley, 6'2", 270-pound senior out of Burlington, Colorado. Hastings College on defense here tonight. Your down linemen are going to be uh, Keontae Kinney at defensive end, 5'11", 255-pound junior out of Marietta, Texas. He had 41 tackles for the Broncos a season ago. Abdul Mare at nose guard, 6'1", 310-pound senior from Houston. And Hagen Tucker, 6'3", 235-pound senior out of Longview, Texas. The linebackers for Hastings will be Titus Clay, 6'215 pound sophomore from Conroy, Texas. Tyler Kennedy, a heavy hitter from a season ago, 6'1, 215 pound senior from Chandler, Arizona. Nathan Holdridge, a 5'8, 215 pound senior from Castle Rock, Colorado. The defensive secondary will have uh, Michael Draley, a 6'1", 185-pound sophomore. Josh Stanzel, a 5'11", 175-pound junior out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Deron Jones, a 5'11", 195-pound sophomore out of Kansas City. Carlo Terrell, a 6'2", 175-pound freshman out of Kansas City. And Chris Rodriguez, a 5'10", 185-pound sophomore out of Houston, Texas. We'll take a break. Check the starters for Panhandle State. When we come back, you're listening to Bronco Football. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu. Then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned. Locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. I'm back here at the Osborne Sports Complex as we get you sent for some football action here tonight. Hastings College getting set to take on Panhandle State out of Oklahoma. We gave you the starters for the Hastings College uh, offense and defense. Panhandle State on offense has got Tony Brown, the uh, transfer from uh, Army, 5'10", 193-pound sophomore out of Austin, Texas. He will be the quarterback for the Aggies. Danny Valverde, one of the guys we saw last year at running back, 5'11", 205-pound senior from Vernon, Texas. 
The wide receiver is Jayshon Brown, 6'2", 160-pound sophomore out of Jackson, Mississippi. Seth Barbarino will be another wide receiver, 6'1", 170-pound junior from Amarillo, Texas. On the other side, Jake Martinez, a 5'8", 170-pound junior from Ada, Oklahoma. And Chris Daly, a 5'11", 182-pound junior out of Hampton, Georgia. Offensive line is going to be huge. Romario Martinez at center, 6'1", 325-pound junior from Mesquite, Texas. The guards will be Sergio Sosa, 6'3", 320-pound sophomore from Amarillo, Texas. And Zion Bird, a 6'4", 325-pound junior from Dallas, Texas. And left tackle is going to be Derek Smith, 6'1", 275-pound sophomore out of Wakefield, Texas. So we'll get to the starting lineup. So after the playing of the National Anthem, here on 1230 KHS. In the starting lines for Panhandle State, the visitors out of Goodwill, Oklahoma tonight. The right tackle is going to be Caleb Patrick, six foot one, two hundred and seventy pound junior out of Pampa, Texas. On the defense for Panhandle State, Jasper Smiley, six foot one, two hundred and fifty pound senior from Tecumseh, Oklahoma. Tristan Inman, six foot one, two hundred and sixty pound junior from Panhandle, Texas. Braden Price, 6'5", 220-pound junior from Leveland, Texas. The backers here is going to be Diamante Pounds. This guy is good. He's an All-American from a season ago. 5'11", 230-pound senior out of Plannerville, Mississippi. Had 61 tackles a year ago. Anthony Taylor, another linebacker, 6'2", 215-pound junior from Memphis, Tennessee. And uh, the Darian Primes, a 5'11", 230-pound senior out of Plannerville, Mississippi. In the defensive secondary, LaSimba Young, 5'10", 170-pound sophomore from Jackson, Mississippi. Deadrelli Fights, a 5'10", 160-pound junior from Dallas. Malik Brown, 6'1", 185-pound sophomore from Miami. Anthony Vaughn, six foot, 163 pound junior from Detroit. Those are the uh, starters for uh, Panhandle State defensively. Your starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, the better bank in Hastings. Member FDIC now with three locations in the city of Hastings. So here we go. We've had the playing of the national anthem, waiting for the arrival of the uh, Broncos to, to come out of their uh, dressing room to our right. Panhandle State going to be dressed in their white football pants and their gray jerseys there tonight with their white helmets. Their captains are starting to make their way 
on the locker room, winning the arrival of the Broncos. They're going to be dressed in the all-crimson tonight with their white football helmets. And here come the Broncos out of their locker room and out of the field for the first time for the uh, 2019 season. Well, and being greeted by a tremendous crowd here. If you stand up out of our facility here and look down in front of us, there is a huge crowd here for the uh, Broncos here tonight. Again, uh, a lot of local kids uh, on the roster here for Tony and his staff. So a good showing of uh, fans here and as well as across the way from Goodwill, Oklahoma. Not a lot of kids from there, but a lot of them on the roster from uh, out of state, Texas, a lot of them. So uh, there is uh, quite a few over there from uh, for the uh Aggies of uh, Panhandle State. But again, now one thing I've seen, going to have to get used to, Abdul Mari, he switched his number, 15. How many guys that big you see wearing number 15? He's one of the captains down there, Tyler Kennedy, Austin Dorf, as well as Anthony Martinez. They'll be your captains for this football game as the uh, Broncos are standing right in the middle of that big, beautiful red H on a overcast sky. Beautiful temperatures, though. And uh, I'm not even going to say it. No storms, I don't think, in the uh, area for the foreseeable future here as uh, both teams have made their way out on the field. Yeah, you mentioned Abdul's uh, jersey. Normally those uh, smaller numbers are uh, kind of set aside for these smaller guys. Abdul is really stretching the, the, the fabric there, and that's a number 15 jersey. I think he's got that. So none, none of the big guys from uh, the Aggies can grab a hold of his jersey because they're not going to get much of a handful. That thing is stretched to the outer limits. That thing has <laughs> never been stretched that far. But again, uh, one thing about Abdul, he uh, was awarded the opportunity to play in a uh, NAIA what all-star game at the end of this season. That announcement was made here a while back, so a great honor for him. The senior out there uh, had a, a good year last year, and uh, again, a nice reward to be able to go uh, play in that game at the end of this season. Excited for uh, Bronco football here for the uh, 2019 season. Hastings College with a lot of question marks, but just hanging around the, the guys, hanging around the, the coaching staff for the past three or four weeks. And they're, they're looking forward to it. And I think we got some good guys that can cause some problems here for opposing teams. Well, there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to cut their teeth right here tonight in college football because you're going to see a lot of freshmen out there. And, and that's one thing we've talked about in the last couple of years. There has been a tremendous amount of youth that Tony has been able to get on to the field. And uh, I think one of the strong points are going to be that uh, defensive front. I think Coach Valentine's got him a great core. He's done a great job since he's come here a couple of years ago. And uh, I think they're going to run about eight, nine deep, maybe 10 deep deep at that defensive line so they'll be able to shuttle them big guys in and out keep them fresh but they're going to have a tall task this is a huge offensive line you'd mentioned in the uh the pregame show uh one of the guys out there zion bird 6'4 325 pounds these guys are huge when you see them if you're listening in the stands when you see them come out on the field they are a bunch of big boys so uh the d line is going to have their work cut out for them but uh, i look for panhandle state to probably attack this secondary if I was a coach, I would, because there's a lot of question marks and a lot of youth out there for the Broncos here tonight. All right, he sings his one to toss. The Broncos have deferred to the second half, so we're going to put that young defense out on the field first. I shouldn't say a uh, young defense. We got uh, young guys all over the place. We got three guys uh, lined up in, in the backfield uh, on offense. It's going to take uh, snaps here tonight. The offensive line is going to be young. So a lot of youngsters. And how they react to a game like this. Panhandle State is a team that 
talked quite a bit last year. They're, they're players uh, trying to get these guys going, and that's a little bit of a concern for Tony. He said, we've got a lot of uh, new guys that are on the field for the first time tonight for college football. How they react to, to some of that trice talking yeah. out there might have a, a long way to, to see if Hastings can stay in this game tonight. There was. The officials did a great job a year ago keeping the trash talking to a minimum, but there was a lot of jawing after each and every play from this squad, so we'll see how they react. Uh, with uh, That's exactly right with the youth that we have, but uh, you know, you talked about the youth at the uh, running back position. You know, we've seen Brett Simonson at, uh, at Sutton. He was a tremendous product over there, but that was high school football. Again, I don't care what level you're going up to. When you get into college football, it's bigger, faster, stronger. How these guys can react. Ulrich, we've seen him a year ago, so we know what talent they are, and they are good talents out there, but uh, again, they're still freshmen. We'll see how they react. There's uh, Jason Bockel. He is going to kick off here for Hastings, and the season is underway as an end-over-end kick. is going to come down to Barbarino at the five-yard line. Angles right side, 10, 15, 20, and he's popped out of bounds here at the uh, 21 or 22-yard line. That's where Panhandle State is going to start. Aggies working from our left to our right here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Good to be back for the 2019 season. You know, already I watched Barbarina takes the football, gets pushed out of bounds down here, and uh, one of the coaches for Hastings grabs him just to hold him up, and he chucks an elbow at his head already. So this is uh, going to be an interesting football game. We'll see uh, what becomes of things here. And this is the uh, quarterback we talked about, the Army transfer, Tony Brown in there for this uh, Aggie football team. Now remember, Hastings has no film to go on and basically nothing to go on. So uh, Hastings is seeing Panhandle State offensively for the first time under their their new head coach, and they're going to hand the ball away and go straight ahead for a couple of yards. So Hastings really in the dark about what to expect here. And this is something that uh, you normally don't see, Jimmy. We we usually have some kind of uh, tape to go on, or at least uh, we can scout a little bit on your opponents, and that's not the case to begin the season. I can tell you what, they're very quick to the line. Here's a throw out here. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to swing it out here to Kyler Musgrave, but it was a little too far. Yeah, they want to pick up the pace, obviously. That's going to be the uh, M.O. here for Panhandle. State. You know, I can tell you one thing, just being a radio guy, I've watched a lot of football over the years. Football's not that hard, is it? There's 11 guys on offense, 11 guys on defense, and you got one guy that's got the football. You go tackle him, right? I would think that'd be the case. It it sounds easy enough. Can't be that hard. Third down and uh, seven yards to go. Snap is a little uh, to the right of the quarterback. Brown, now he's in trouble. He throws it, and the ball is going to be chipped, and it's going to be caught by an offensive lineman. That's going to be incomplete. He can't do that. Ball was uh, tipped away, and then it was uh, caught there by uh, Billy Alec, a big old uh, left tackle, six foot five and three hundred and twenty pound freshman came up with the ball there. So now the officials uh, will discuss things. Is that a penalty if uh, an offensive lineman touching. catches the ball? Officials are going to talk. I don't see a penalty flag. Do you? I don't see a penalty I don't flag. See when they're discussing things. That was Mari coming through there uh, from his uh, nose tackle. Position to put a lot of uh, put a lot of pressure on uh, the quarterback in Brown, but again they continue to. Uh, this would bring up fourth down anyway because that was a an incomplete pass, so it's going to bring up fourth down anyway. And the Hastings College defense did their job here on the uh, first play. As the officials might be barking off of some yardage here, so it's a uh, fourth down situation. Hastings is going to get the ball. Waiting for the officials to uh, make some sort of a call out here. Boy, they're taking their jolly green time here. To the previous play, with illegal touching on the offense. 
He stepped out of bounds was first to touch the ball. That penalty five yards from the previous spot. He has also lost a down before fourth down. All right, so uh, they mark off five yards against Panhandle State. It's going to bring up a fourth down, so the Broncos uh, get the job done defensively. Now he sings will get the ball here. Hastings will get the ball back here at the 30-yard line. They get a man back deep. Oh, that's 80 back there. A new man back there, Amir Patton, is a uh, freshman wide receiver from Conroy, uh, Conroe, Texas. Save me the roster. I'm going to go home and do a lot of studying this week. Fourth down and uh, seven yards to go. The ball's at the 25-yard line. Low snap. Broncos get some pressure. And here's the kick. He's going to bounce at the 40, and he's going to go out of bounds. There was some uh, contact made up there with a punter, but no penalty flags. And Hastings College in good shape. And, Jimmy, this is a team that Hastings beat a season ago, 26-17. to 17, But really, you can throw that result in the trash because it's uh, going to be no good. Uh, Brand-new roster, brand-new coaching staff here. We're facing a different team here for 2019. Well, and Hastings trailed in most of that game up until the uh, the delay and then came out of the locker room after, uh, like I said, a lengthy delay and played a great finish to that football game to end up uh, coming away with the victory. 36-yard punt. Broncos take over their own 36. Isaiah Jackson is in there at quarterback for Hastings, and he's going to hand the ball away. And they move it from the 36 up to about the 39-yard line. Again, this is going to be a running back by uh, committee here. Brent Simonson is the running back there. He's the freshman out of Sutton, Nebraska. So just a season ago, Jimmy, we were seeing him uh, carry the pig for the uh, the Mustangs. Now the, the Broncos one year later. Yet he takes a handoff off left side, picks up three yards, and gets swallowed by a 300-pound uh, defensive lineman for the Aggies. Welcome to college football, Brett. Second down and seven yards to go. Now they swing the ball out here in the pass is going to be over the head of the intended receiver. Trying to get it down here to uh, the near sideline. And out here for uh, Hastings College was uh, Brenton Ball. Brenton Ball couldn't come up with the uh, football, so it's going to be an incomplete pass. Third down and seven. Not a very good pass throw there by Jackson. That was way too tall. Three wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation. Now one wide receiver to the left, third down and seven. Jackson stands in a pocket. He's got time. He throws it. The ball is going to be caught here across the 50. That's Anthony Martinez. He falls forward to the 48-yard line. So Anthony Martinez, one of the starters from a year ago, Jimmy had 26 receptions a year ago for 202 yards and a touchdown. Comes up with a big catch there, and he sings as their first first down of the season. That'll get the nerves off of uh, Isaiah Jackson. That was a beautiful pass across the middle of Martinez. The veteran, so to speak, of this squad catches it in traffic, picks up 13 across midfield. Jackson throws the ball to the far sideline again. It's going to be caught there inside the 45 down to about the, the 43-yard line, so a, a short pick up there, and again, we expect to see a ton of wide receivers in there for Hastings College. That was uh, Ostendorf, I believe, with a reception there for Hastings College, but we'll probably see five or six different wide receivers, maybe more, and three or four running backs in the, the ball game for Hastings here tonight. So they're going to show in a lot of folks here for the uh, season opener. That was a pickup of five, second down, five yards to go. The ball is pushed down here to the 42-yard line of Panhandle State, who's showing a uh, three-man front here against these things. There's a fake, and Jackson takes off. Look out, 35-30, 25-20, down the sideline, 15-10, run out of bounds. Isaiah Jackson 
Goes inside with a fake and it took off. Took it around the uh, right end, Jimmy. And there was not a man out there for Panhandle State. He crosses up the Aggies. And Hastings on the move here in their opening possession of the season. Great play fake. Brenton Ball was absolutely buried. They faked the handoff to him. And Jackson puts it on his right hip and takes it off right side. Picks up 32. A first down. It's first and goal for the Bronco on their first drive. They've got it at the nine-yard line. All right, Jackson's going to hand the ball away to Simonson. He slips outside to the five-yard line. Simonson is into the end zone. His first touchdown is a Hastings College Bronco, and it comes with 11.52 to play. Hastings is on the board 6-0. Welcome to Bronco football, Brett Simonson. The freshman from Sutton takes it off left side. Great blocking out there. Ostendorf was one of the wide receivers that sealed off a backer coming across, and uh, boy, Simonson goes in virtually untouched from nine yards out. Bockle in for the PAT. Bockle, by the way, we ought to know that name well enough. His brother kicked here a few years back, the product out of Grand Island Northwest. All right, so here comes the uh, PAT. The Broncos draw first blood here. Ball is down, kick is up, and the extra point is up there. It is good. Just slices in to the left upright there, and Hastings is on the board. 11 minutes and 52 seconds to play here in the first quarter. It's Hastings 7, Panhandle State nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. with the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too, at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. We've added more items, more savings, more sales more often to the ShopWheelerDealer.com inventory. In fact, ShopWheelerDealer.com has people who spend all of their time replenishing and expanding the variety and quantity of merchandise. For bonus specials, text WheelerDealer to 90210. Text WheelerDealer to 90210. Or sign up for emails by logging on to ShopWheelerDealer.com. So join in. Log on to ShopWheelerDealer.com. Shop local. Save big. 1230 KHAS. All right, six plays and 64 yards for Hastings on their first possession of the 2019 season. Hastings gets into the end zone on a nine-yard touchdown run by the freshman Brent Simonson. Hastings is on the board, 7-0 now over Panhandle State. Bacca will kick off for the second time here tonight. End over end kick, and Barbarino is going to grab the ball at the five-yard line. Here on the near side, 10-15, and Barbarino does not make it to the 20-yard line. Swarmed under at about the 18. Hastings College defense did the job in the opening possession for Panhandle State. Three plays and outs. They'll see what they can do here against the Aggies. Panhandle State team from uh, Goodwell, Oklahoma, coming up for the non-conference game here tonight. Well, one thing we're going to see, Adam, in that first series, they get to the line of scrimmage. They want to have a very fast pace, and they like to chuck the football around here. A couple of pass plays in that first uh, series. Now we got a low snap. Brown's got to get on it at about the five-yard line. So big, big mistake here for the Aggies. They've had uh, troubles here offensively. That snap was low, and Brown tried to scoop it up like a shortstop back there off of the artificial turf. It got away from him. He falls on top of it back here at the five-yard line. So, boy, about as worst a start as you can imagine here for the visitors from uh, Panhandle State. Now they're going to throw the ball out here. Caught here at the five-yard line down the sideline, 10, 15, 20. He gets the yardage back. 
across the 20 out to about the 23-yard line. They swing it out here to George Dominguez. Dominguez, a 5-foot, 8-205-pound junior out of Turpin, Oklahoma. He played last year, had 33 totes of the ball, 116 yards, seven receptions for the Aggies a season ago. That was a pickup. They get that yardage back, so it's going to bring up a third down and six situation. The ball is sitting at the 21-yard line of Panhandle State, working left to right here in the first quarter. Brown wants to throw. Now escaping the pocket across the 20, spins to the 24 to the 25-yard line. And he's going to be about two yards shy of a first down, Jimmy. Panhandle State, they wouldn't want to try to roll the dice, would they? They lined up, and then, uh, nope, they say, let's put the ball away. It's way too early to roll the dice here in this one. Ten minutes and 26 seconds to play. So Panhandle State has run six plays. Hastings ran six plays and got in the end zone. Hastings will get the ball for the second time. Well, this would be a big statement here. The Broncos should get pretty pretty good field position out of this, but a couple of big defensive stands, only nine total yards for Panhandle State. Great rush there by Hastings. This is going to be a short kick off the right side. Going to go out of bounds in Aggie territory. Great starting position for the Broncos on their second drive here tonight. And his punter, one of those rugby-style kickers, he takes off to the right side, boots the ball. Like I said, tremendous pressure. He didn't get a lot into this thing, and Hastings will take over right around the middle. Field stripe. In fact, they're going to stick it on the 48 yard line of Panhandle State. I like that. I can see right now with the uh, the Hastings College line, where there's a little some question marks coming into this football game. You go back that first drive, they made a statement, Mike. They did a good job protecting uh, Jackson back there, throwing the ball, and then uh, getting uh, Simonson around the corner and getting him in the end zone. So second possession here for the Broncos at the Panhandle 48. Here's a handoff. That's going to go uh, inside there, carrying the football there for Hastings. It's going to be uh, Brenton Bell. So Brenton Bell is uh, going to be figure into the mix. He was uh, not one of the three guys that Tony told me would see uh, playing time here, but Bell was the intended receiver on a little swing pass, and there he gets his first carry. Brenton Bell goes inside for about four yards. Second down, six yards to go. He sings with the ball at the 44-yard line of Panhandle State. Jackson winds up, throws it down the near sideline. Caught for the touchdown! It is caught for the touchdown to Stenhouse. That one goes 45 yards and a beautiful pass thrown by Isaiah Jackson and Hastings leads 13 to nothing. That was tremendous. And again, we talked about the offensive line, how good a job they've done so far in this game. All they got to do is give Jackson just a little bit of time. They did. He was able to set up, throw the ball downfield, lops it, drops it right in over top of the defender. And Stenhouse comes down with the reception 45 yards out. Now Hastings has got a late guy coming in. They're going to be able to get this PAT off, but what a start for Hastings College. All right, here comes the point after a high snap. But Bonko gets into the football, swings the leg, and kicks the ball through the uprights. Nine minutes and 29 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Wham and bam, Hastings is on the board with a couple of touchdowns. Here in the first quarter, it's Hastings 14, Panhandle State nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 
Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. I two plays 48 yards, 45 of them on the uh, pass and catch there. Isaiah Jackson to Coyote Stenhouse. He's one of uh, our new wide receivers, a uh, senior out of uh, California that comes in here for the uh, 2019 season. He's got some good speed. Here comes the uh, kickoff. It's going to be bobbled inside the five-yard line. Picked back up. Gets it back to the 10, 15, and uh, a crushing blow there, but a penalty flag comes down. He gets it back to the uh, 15-yard line, but again, a crushing blow, and Jake Martinez is uh, brought down. We'll check out the flag for you. Mike, we go back to that touchdown. You talk about Stenhouse and his speed. He was running his stride for... Going to be going against Panhandle State. That's going to be their first penalty here uh of the football game, but you go back to that pass play, he was running stride for stride with the defender, and he seen that Jackson had thrown that ball out in front of him and allowed him just to run underneath of it. Man, when he kicked it into gear at about the 20, he flat pulled away from the defender. That was impressive, and that uh, short drive there, Dr. Head just got done talking to his offensive troops, and now the uh, Aggies with their backs against the wall at the seven-yard line. And two possessions, two touchdowns for the offense. Two possessions and two three announced for the defense. You couldn't ask for a better start here for Tony's bunch here tonight. Now, let's see what happens with uh, Tony Brown now, the transfer quarterback out of Army, who's down there at uh, Panhandle State. Again, the snap has arrived. Brown goes back into the end zone to grab it and then throws it out of bounds. Second time we've seen that here in the first quarter. The snap is uh, off of the mark. That one was he wants the replay was off to his right, and he had no chance to really grab it out when he had to go back into the end zone to pick it up on the hop again, and it just does the right thing and throws it out of bounds here, and they'll get the ball back to the line of scrimmage. Now we're going to have a penalty on Hastings offsides on the Broncos. He was uh, outside the tackle box, so that's not an intentional grounding, but the Broncos are going to be penalized five yards for uh, being offsides. You see a little bit of that early in the season. Don't like to see it, but it's uh, it, it, is. It, it is what it is. So All they've been doing for several weeks is beating on each other, and uh, they're just glad to have a game going. Here's a Brown. That one is thrown way over the head of his intended receiver, Seth Barbarino. I'll tell you what, Brown was absolutely lit up by Kante Kenny. He came in from the backside when Brown threw that, and he buried him. You might see the replay here if we can get the replay off before they uh, get the snap. They are very quick to the line of scrimmage. Now they got a a diamond formation out to the right side here and a, a lone receiver to the far side of the field. Now I think Tony's, yeah, he he's confused. He I, said, let's uh, talk this over. Yeah, again, this is uh, the Broncos are seeing some of this for the first time. They, they didn't have a film to go on to uh, begin the season with a new coaching staff down there. So they see something they weren't ready for, and Coney calls a timeout. Timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, where they invite you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Featuring NFL and college football, Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar. 
Located across the street from the water park in West 2nd Street in Hastings. 9-14 to play first quarter. Hastings 14, Panhandle State nothing. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. I'm back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Second down, five yards to go. Here's Brown. He's uh, running with a football. Brown, the elusive quarterback here, brings it across the 30-yard line, 20-yard line, out to the uh, 21 or 22. That's going to be enough for a first down. That's the uh, first first down of the ball game now for uh, Panhandle State. So Panhandle State quickly up to the uh, line of scrimmage again. Here they hand the ball away, and it's going to be stacked up. Boy, look at the crimson shirts there. So they're going with a uh, quick lineup out there and a quick uh, count. That's going to be George Dominguez carrying the ball there. And again, Panhandle State is up to the line of scrimmage. Second down and nine yards to go. The line of scrimmage is the uh, 33-yard line. Brown fakes the ball to Dominguez, now steps up, eludes pressure, and he's hit. Down he goes. Hastings gets a sack on the quarterback, Brown. Brown is uh, brought down. Tackle is made in there by the Hastings defense as Titus Clay bringing down Brown for a couple of yard loss. It'll go down as a sack. Third down and 12 yards to go. Ball is pushed back here to the 19-yard line. As a color man, you got to just love these offenses that don't give you much time to to run the mug, huh? I sat over here and sharpened my pencil and just kind of mind my own business. <laughs> Third down and uh, 12 yards to go for the 19-yard line. Brown wants to throw. He backs up. He throws the ball down here. It's going to be incomplete. Intended receiver here out here for uh, Panhandle State was Seth Barbarino. He was uh, covered up there by Josh Stanzel, the defensive back for Hastings. And the Broncos are going to force their third punt here in the first quarter. Still with seven minutes and 56 seconds to play in the period. Tony Brown, the uh, transfer, having an awful night. One of five passing. He's not been close to the mark. That one there was very much underthrown. His receiver had no chance to come back. And look at the field position the Broncos are looking to get here. Return man stands at his own 45, and they barely get that one off. It bounces at the 40, 45 across the 50. And it's going to be down here at the uh, 45-yard line. It'll be down at the 45. So Hastings, who started on the other side of the 50-yard line in their last possession, going to start here up toward the midfield again. That's been the defense, though, Jimmy. The defense is doing their job and getting them uh, pinned back deep. Special teams have been good on the kickoffs, and Hastings has not allowed uh, only one first down, so Hastings getting the, the benefit of a short field. This one will start at their own 45-yard line. Hastings has had the ball twice. They have scored twice. Last one on a 45-yard long bomb from Isaiah Jackson to Coyote. Stenhouse, there's the ball thrown over here again to Stenhouse. Jukes the man, takes it to the 47-yard line. I can see already. I'm gonna like. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna like Stenhouse out there, uh, wide receiver. He's a guy who's gonna be able to stretch the field, and like I said, he's got some afterburners to him. Well, we had uh, we had a big uh, guy to replace back there. Uh, one of the guys in uh, Josh Johnson. He was a tremendous receiver for uh, several years for Hastings. Uh, Lost due to graduation, so we had to had some holes to fill. But yeah, that's a 
a good time a receiver right there. Jackson fakes. Now he's going to throw the ball. It's going to be caught again at the 40, 35, 30, down to the 29-yard line before he's uh, brought down there. The sixes are starting to look like eight again, Jimmy. That's uh, Brenton Bell on the reception there for uh, Hastings on the outside. First down, first down and 10 yards to go. The ball is at the 29-yard line of Panhandle State. They give the ball away to Simonson. This time he is going to be drilled back there, a loss of a couple of yards on the play. Oh, uh, Braden Price at six foot five, 220 pounds, a junior out of Lovell in Texas. So bring him down, a loss of two, second down and 12. Braden waiting right there for uh, Mr. Simonson as he got the handoff from Jackson, which just buried a couple of yard loss. Going to bring up second down and 12. Ball pushed back to the 31 yard line. We look at Jackson's numbers real quick, Mike. Very impressive. Five of six, 87 yards, and a touchdown. He'll look at a second down and 12 here. Trips out to the left side. They'll go that way, and the pass is going to be incomplete. Martinez, the intended receiver. That's a Diadrelli fights is the guy who got his hands on it. He is junior out of Dallas, Texas for Panhandle State. Third down and 12 yards to go. Ball is sitting at the 31-yard line of the Aggies here in the first quarter with Hastings out on top by a score of 14 to nothing here. Wide receivers left and right now. Two split out to the left side, two to the right side. Jackson backs up. He throws the ball downfield. Martinez is out there. Martinez cannot make the play. Do we have any penalty flag? We do not. Some contact made down there. Fights was back in coverage for Panhandle State. Him and Martinez got together down there inside the five-yard line, but no penalty flag. And it's going to bring up a fourth down in 12 situation. Watch the replay here as Fights just uh, gets right up into his face. I He didn't even turn around, did he? Maybe the official doesn't have a flag. Cuz he surely should have thrown it there. That was uh boy, that was that was a missed call. He was standing right there. We just seen the replay and he was all over, never turned around even know where the ball was. He just got up into the face of Martinez and now the Broncos will elect a punt. Their first punt here, so hopefully we can get this connection back. Good snap. Going to be penalty flags on the uh, the play, and that'll go into the end zone. We'll see what uh, what the flag is all about. It's thrown by the near sideline judge. Ryan Hunter is the punter. He's out of Aurora. Ryan Hunter, a freshman punter, Husky. Yeah, for the uh, the Broncos here. Now the officials will get together to uh, discuss the penalty flag. It was a fourth and twelve, so this goes against Panhandle State. It's not going to result in a uh, first down here for Hastings. Illegal formation, offense, five men in the backfield. That penny's declined. It'll be first down, Oklahoma State Panhandle. All right, so it's on the, the Broncos, so it's going to be declined by the Aggies, and they will take it on the touchback here. Bronco football on 1230 KHAS and also online at HastingsLink.com. 2019 season opener here tonight, six minutes and 21 seconds to play. In the first quarter, Hastings is struck twice on a nine-yard touchdown from Brent Simonson and also a 45-yard touchdown from Isaiah Jackson to K.O.T. Stenhouse. Hastings out on top, 14 to nothing. And again, the, the Bronco defense playing well so far. couple of uh, three and outs so far here in the first quarter. Panhandle State was able to garner one first down in their last drive before they had to punt. And now, after the uh, penalty on Hastings... They will move the ball to the 25-yard line, and that's where they'll start this drive. This is their, their best starting position. 
of the uh, game so far as they hand the ball away. And that's going to be blown up here in the backfield. Panhandle State trying to go uh, straight ahead with a running play. That's uh, Jonah Martinez out of El Paso, Texas, getting his first carry in the ball game. And he is stacked up. And back to Yard Watson to play. Second down and 11. The ball is pushed back here into close to the 29s. Actually, a two-yard loss. Second down and 12 yards to go for Panhandle State. Aggies moving from our left to our right. Again, uh, an errant snap, but is grabbed there by Brown. And in his pass is going to be wide of the target, Chris Daly. Maybe that's why he's not on Army anymore, huh? Could be. His number is one of six passing, just eight yards. And... Uh, that one there, again, was a bad snap off to the right side. He had to grab it with the right arm, and then he just uh, unloaded and uh, grossly overthrown his uh, intended receiver. This defensive front of Coach Valentine is getting after this uh, Panhandle State team. They swing it out here 25-30, 35 out to the 37-yard line. They swing it out here to a Martinez, and he was kind of all alone out here. Nobody out here defensively for Hastings. That's the second first down in the ball game for Panhandle State, and they're quickly up to the line of scrimmage here. Uh, the 37-yard line. Hastings downing, allowing uh, a lot of substitutions here. There's a Martinez again, bouncing off of one man, bouncing off of the second one, and brings the ball to the 40 to the 41-yard line. Before he is uh, brought down there, tackle is made by the Broncos on defense. That's Kente Kenny on the re, on the uh, tackle there for Hastings. 41 tackles a season ago. Here's a Brown with the ball again. He sprints out right side, gets to the sideline. His pass is going to be incomplete. Barbarino, the intended receiver, goes off of his pads to the turf, and that's going to bring up a second down situation. Wasn't he in Greece? Barbarino? Barbarino? Was he in Greece? I think he was. I can't remember seeing that that movie. Oh, you do too. You just, you I, I can't remember a Barbarino, though. <laughs> uh, Tony Brown rolls over here to the uh, right side, right in front of the Bronco bench. Tyler Kennedy greeted him with a pretty good shot right there before he went out of bounds. Again, uh, just uh, two of eight passing now, 22 yards for Brown, third and long for the Eggs. Brown is going to take an ease, open 40, 45, 50 to the 49 of Hastings before he is uh, upended there by Titus Clay of Hastings. Suddenly run the uh, quarterback draw there, and Tony Brown picks up a first down for Panhandle State. So this is by far is their, their best drive they put together here. So far tonight, there's a handoff again. That's going to go to Martinez, who stretches forward and gets the ball down close to the 47-yard line of Hastings. I'll give him a pickup of two yards in a play, second down and eight. Boy, this pace is, uh, this pace is quick, isn't it? Very quick. Here's a Tony Brown back up to the line of scrimmage. He's got to snap with an empty backfield. Brown gets away, 50, 45, 40, 35. Look out, 30, 25, 20, 15. He's at the 10, five-yard line. Touchdown, Panhandle State. He takes it in from 47 yards out, so he gets away. And he takes it into the end zone for the touchdown, and it's now a 14-6 ball game, he sees. Well, that was just a case of good uh, coverage downfield by the Broncos secondary, and Brown... uh, Seen a huge hole, huge hole open up. Nobody was there. Everybody was out on coverage. And by the time Brown got into the secondary, he was not going to be stopped. He takes it in off right side, 47 yards. And now the Aggies have drawn a bit closer. PAT pending here at 14-6. to All right, so they get on the board for the first time. Here comes the, the kick. And it's going to be good. The PAT is up there right through the uprights. So we'll take a break. Three minutes and 56 seconds to play. Here in the first quarter, Hastings 14, Panhandle State 7. You're listening to Bronco Football. 
Mason. Ben was very healthy when he was born. And then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation and that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. Hi, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, 14 to 7 now. Hastings College has got the lead. Big 47 yard run by the quarterback for Panhandle State has got the Aggies on the uh, scoreboard. Here comes the uh, run back now for Hastings. They bring the ball out to the 38 yard line. That's where Hastings will start. Well, I knew I was close. Yeah, you were kind of close. I was thinking Greece, and then I was thinking Saturday Night Fever, but uh, at least we know we have one listener out there. Uh, welcome back, Cotter. Vinny Barberino. I was in Welcome Back, Cotter. Welcome Back, Cotter. I didn't see that one either. Hushack. <laughs> Pretty good return. Short kick there by uh, Panhandle State. So Hastings College will take over at their own 38-yard line. They lead with 349 left to go here in quarter number one, 14-7. Pretty good start for the Broncos. Isaiah Jackson is going to hand the ball away to Bell. Sweeps left side, 45-50 inside Panhandle State Territory. Down to about the 47-yard line before he's brought down. Tackle is made in there by Panhandle State. Coming up there to make this stop is going to be the Amante Pounds. Pounds uh, making this stop for Panhandle State. He's their big All-American uh, Linebacker, he had 61 tackles a season ago with 10 sacks, an interception, and three fumbles. He gets downfield there to bring down the ball. It's a first and 10 for Hastings. Now Jackson's going to wind up, throws the ball again down the left sideline. A little hand-checking down here, and the pass is going to be incomplete. Again, trying to get the ball to the Stenhouse down there. I think that was on about the, the same play that we scored on back yep. there. Yep, they also tried the one in the corner of the end zone with Martinez, kind of the same type play, but... Just a little bit thrown past the uh, antenna receiver to the inside a little bit. But uh, Broncos numbers, 87 yards through the air, 59 on the ground. They look at a second down and 10 here. Ball just across midfield. 314 left to go here in the first quarter. Isaiah Jackson. Now there's a snap over Jackson's head. He picks it off with the turf back here at the 35, and he's just going to fall on it back there. So each side has had one of those uh, Aaron snaps now. And Isaiah Jackson... He goes back to uh, fall on top of the football back here. They're going to give him the uh, 36-yard line, but he's going to bring up third down and long, third down and 23 for the Broncos. Yeah, huge loss, 15-yard loss there, and uh, Jackson does the smart thing and just eats it. But, again, that's a big mistake. We've seen that uh, today on the uh, Nebraska football game, just bad snaps. But, again, it's early in the season, but they've been able to work together. That that shouldn't really happen. That was a, a very bad snap there. And another high one. And this time Jackson's going to grab it. Now he works to his right side. He's on the run. He throws it. The ball is going to be caught, but that's going to be short. 
on the uh, first down. That's going to go to uh, Martinez on the far sideline, right in front of the Panhandle State bench. But Allen's going to bring up a fourth down, so they needed 23. And they got about uh, 16 of those. It's going to bring up a fourth down situation. And now coming into the ball game, the punt for the second time is going to be Ryan Hunter out of Aurora. He's going to be our freshman kicker here for the 2019 season. That snaps right on the money. Hunter's going to get the kick away, not very deep. It's going to be caught here at about the 18-yard line in the third catch. That's where Panhandle State will get the ball. Well, the Broncos started off real good. A couple of drives, their first two, matter of fact, were scoring drives, touchdowns on a uh, couple of short drives, just a six-play and a two-play drive. They were able to get it in the end zone. And the last two drives have been snuffed out, penalties, an errant snap on this last drive, which has uh, cost the Broncos. So Panhandle will trot back out, bring their offense back out, Transfer from Army, Tony Brown brings the troops out. They've got a first and 10 at the 19-yard line. We're at 151 left to go here in the first quarter. Broncos lead 14-7. George Dominguez is the uh, running back in the backfield now with Brown, and they're going to toss the ball on a uh, sweep hitter to this near side, 20, and he gets it to the 23-yard line. That's a Chris Daly coming from a wide receiver position. He comes back in. Runs the sweep to the wide side of the field. He is chopped down there by the Broncos. Not much there. In fact, a pickup of only about three yards in a play. Second down and seven. Here's Brown. He's going to be hit, and the pass is going to be incomplete daily. Jimmy was wide, wide open. I was watching back at the... uh, Back in the backfield, as Tony Brown was uh, dropping back to throw that one, he was getting a lot of pressure from De'Ron Jones. He was coming on the blitz. He was able to get to him, but not before Brown delivered that football. And then I looked downfield, and yeah, all alone out there, nobody in coverage. That was a a big break for the Broncos that falls incomplete. I'm sure Panhandle State will go back to that play here shortly. Third down, third down and six yards to go. Here's Brown. He wants to throw. He's under pressure. Brown has to run for his life here. 25-30. Slips outside the numbers. 35. He's run out of bounds at the 37-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down. So the elusive quarterback, Tony Brown, picks up another first and 10 here for Panhandle State. 14-7 to is the score. We're in the first quarter of play. Hastings is out on top after scoring on their first two possessions uh, the night, the Panhandle State has come back nicely here in this ballgame. They scored in their last possession. Now they're trying to put something together here again. Here's a Dominguez as he gets the ball to the, about the 35-yard line. It's a back to the line of scrimmage. Second down and 10 yards to go. No gain in that last play. Wide receivers split out wide to the right side as they go with this fast-paced offense again. Three wide outs to the right side of the formation. Now an empty backfield. Dominguez... Goes in motion. They swing the ball out to him. He's going to be stacked up out here at the uh, 35-yard line. That was a pickup of only about a yard or so. Third down and nine yards to go. The last tackle in there by Hastings by Robert Hernandez, who's into the ball game now. Broncos trying to rotate uh, those guys, especially on the defensive front. But with this uh, type of offense, Hastings, I'm sure, is not getting the substitutions that they want into the ball game, especially on defense here. Third down and nine yards to go. Panhandle State standing at the line of scrimmage, and now they want to call a timeout to talk things over. End of the quarter. All right, end of the quarter here. End of the first quarter here. Hastings College has got to lead. One quarter in the books. Hastings out on top of Panhandle State. 
Hastings 14, Panhandle State 7. You're listening to Bronco Football. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. We've added more items, more savings, more sales more often to the ShopWheelerDealer.com inventory. In fact, ShopWheelerDealer.com has people who spend all of their time replenishing and expanding the variety and quantity of merchandise. For bonus specials, text WheelerDealer to 90210. Text WheelerDealer to 90210. Or sign up for emails by logging on to ShopWheelerDealer.com. So join in. Log on to ShopWheelerDealer.com. Shop local. Save big. 1230 K-H-A-S. As we come back, the quarterback Brown takes off here around the left end. He fumbles the football, a big, big stack up here at the 38-yard line, and Hastings has got the ball. Hastings gets the first turnover of the 2019 season. Tony Brown was trying to elude some uh, heavy traffic there and took off around the left end as we run the first play here. Of the second quarter, he coughs up the pig, Jimmy, and Hastings gets the uh, first turnover of the season in great field position here at the 38. That was Taylor Kennedy coming over, made the big hit from the backside, kicked the football loose, and that's one thing you talked to Tony in in the pregame show is the uh, the turnover margin and being able to come up uh, with the football a little more often in uh, games. And there is a big one right there. They'll take over at their own 39, or actually the uh, – Panhandle State, 39-yard line. All right, he sings out on top, 14-7, looking for more here in the second quarter, just underway in the second period. Jackson throws it out here to Stenhouse, down the sideline, 30-25, run out of bounds, down around the uh, 24-yard line. He sings with a lead, 14-7 here in this one. And now they're going to try to cash in on a uh, a turnover as he sings it's the fumble recovery. Now they move the ball down here to the 24-yard line. Two wide receivers each side now for Isaiah Jackson, our senior quarterback. As he waits on the snap from Rico Santana, he's got it. Looks right. Fires right. Incomplete. Trying to get it to Stenhouse on a slant. Overthrows his man. Antonio Vaughn was the guy back in coverage for Panhandle State. Stats are brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. For Panhandle State in that first quarter, their quarterback, Tony Brown, just 3 of 10 passing, 23 yards. They rushed it 14 times for 80 so 24 plays, 110 yards. I'll get the Hastings numbers right after this play. Second down and 10 for Hastings for the 24. Here's a handoff again. That's going to be Simonson as he bowls his way down to the 20-yard line. A pick up of four yards on a play. Isaiah Jackson, 6 of 10, 108 yards and a touchdown. That coming from 45 yards out. The Bronco rushing attack, 7 carries, 43 yards. So 151 of total offense, 17 offensive plays. Brett Simonson now after that carry, 4 carries and 15 yards in the football game. And again, uh, the receivers, a couple of them out there. Uh, Anthony Martinez with a couple of receptions. He's leading the way 34 yards. 
Third down and six yards to go. The ball is on the 20. Here's uh, Fake the Bell, and now Jackson is going to take off. Jackson around the right end, 15 out of the 10, down to about the eight-yard line. Isaiah Jackson is going to have a first down for Hastings. Nice play fake there. Jimmy and Jackson just pulls it out and takes it around the right end. First down and more, and the Broncos are knocking on touchdown door. Jackson doing a great job with the play fakes out there. He faked that one to uh, Brendan Bell, and again, he just tucks it off the right side and picks up a nice gain. That one 12 yards inside the 10, first and goal Broncos. Now Bell and Simonson in the backfield. Bell is going to get the call. Bell takes it down to the five-yard line. Uh, Pickup of two yards in a play. Second down and goal now. He seems working to the end zone to our right here. North to south here in the second quarter of play. Hastings has got to lead 14 to 7. Broncos scored in their first two possessions of the ball game and uh, haven't scored since early in the first quarter, but now they're going to try to cash in on the turnover from Panhandle State. Hastings putting together a nice little short drive here as we move the ball down to about the five yard line, second down and goal. Bell is going to get the call in his sweep. Bell puts his head down at the two, drives it into the end zone for the touchdown. Hastings is on the board for the third time tonight. Brendan Bell takes it in from five yards out, and it's now a 20-7 ball game with a PAT pending. For Bell now, that's his third carry in the football game for 13 yards, but more importantly, he gets on the board. First time as a Bronco for that little character. He is a little guy out there, but, man, he's elusive with all the big massive humanity for the Aggies. Gets it in off left side from five yards out. Bockle in for the PAT. All right, it's going to be Jackson holding. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick is good. Bockle is at three out of three on extra points here. Hastings tacks on one more here in the first half. 12 minutes and 42 seconds to play in the second quarter. Hastings 21, Panhandle State 7. You're listening to Bronco Football. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Twelve thirty KHAS. All right, that was a six-play, thirty-nine-yard drive for Hastings, following uh, a turnover, following the uh, fumble recovery for Hastings. Brandon Bell takes it in from six yards out, and Hastings a little cushion now here in the second quarter. Twenty-one to seven is the score. Coming up at halftime today, we're going to have a chance to meet the new athletic director for Hastings College, B.J. Pumroy. He's going to make a stop and uh, talk to us a little bit at halftime. We'll also get to the uh, scoreboard show. All the scores from across the Great Plains Athletic Conference and across the nation in major college football coming your way. That's all at halftime here tonight on 1230 KHIS. Here's the kickoff. It's going to be fielded here on the uh, near sideline, but stepping out of bounds for Panhandle State was Jake Martinez. So he makes a mistake, Jimmy. That one came to the near sideline, and he wasn't aware where he was on the field, and he stumps out of bounce back here at the 13-yard line. Yeah, going to be a long field here for the uh, Aggies. We look at their drives. Their own 17, own 7, own 8, own 25, own 19, and now the uh, 
13-yard line. They've had one touchdown, and that was on that uh, long touchdown run by the quarterback, Brown, when he got loose, scrambling out of the pocket. Look at at the field position for Hastings on the other side. Yeah, their own 36, Panhandle 48, their own 45, their own 38, and then the turnover, and that's what you want. Coaches always want points off a turnover. They got it, and in a big way, in a touchdown, they take it in 39 yards out, and they lead the football game with 12.40 left to go here till halftime. All things good in Crimson Land. It's 21-7, Hastings College. All right, they're at the 13-yard line. This is uh, Panhandle State's own 13. There's a uh, snap there to uh, Daly, and Daly's going to be hit, and he's going to be down here at the 15. Daly came in motion and actually grabbed the – the snap directly from the center is a man coming in motion. But Hastings was waiting for that one, and he runs out of real estate. They run out to the short side of the field over here, and Daly is knocked down after picking up maybe two yards in the play. They move it to the 15-yard line, second down and eight yards to go. Brown wants to throw, looks left, comes back right incomplete. Intended receiver, Seth Barbarino again. They've looked at him quite often here in this first half. That one was delivered low by Brown. As you bring up a third down in each situation, clock is stopped with 12 minutes and 10 seconds remaining here in the first half with Hastings out on top, 21-7. to Chris Rodriguez on coverage. Gee, that was, a again, a low throw. Tony Brown has had an awful, awful time throwing the football here against this Bronco defense. Just 3 of 11 passing in this football game for 23 yards. Jonah Martinez in the backfield. There's a long pass down the field. That's going to be caught and dropped by Barbarino at about the 45-yard line. I was just noticing they, they gave us Danny Valberti, a guy that we saw last year when we played down in uh, Oklahoma as the, the starting running back here tonight. We have not seen Valverde today. We have seen uh, Dominguez and Martinez. I'm not sure what's happened to uh, Danny. He was uh, number one on the depth chart when they – they sent us the two deep earlier in the week. Well, as I scanned the uh, far sidelines, I've. Uh, Who knows where he's at? Yeah, huh? he's listed as 23, uh, unless he left his jersey at home. That's happened before. Fourth down, oh eight to go. Here's the punter. He drops the ball, and his knee goes down at the three yard line. Holy Moses. Yeah, he bent down the punter to pick it up, and instead of just picking it up and trying to get rid of it, he goes down to a knee to pick it up, and the Broncos were there. Special teams-wise, another huge mistake by the Aggies. The Broncos looking to tack on more as they've got a first and goal from the two-yard line. You would have been all right to get back up on a Sunday, not on a Saturday night in uh, <laughs> central Nebraska. First down and goal. The Broncos have the ball at the two-yard line of Panhandle State, already leading by the score of 21-7. to Now Jackson fumbles oh. the football. He was up under center for the first time here. Jackson at the two-yard line up under center, and he fumbles the football. He falls on top of it. You you don't want to turn it over down here inside the five-yard line, a golden opportunity to tack on some more points. No, you want to, again, You after turnovers, you want to try to get some points, and that was a, a scary one there. He'll be up under center here. Three backs in the backfield here behind the quarterback. All right, Jackson's going to hand the ball away, and that's going to go absolutely nowhere. That's a Dante Smith. He gets his first carry. Of the season, Dante Smith, five foot nine, one hundred seventy-eight pound freshman out of Goose Creek, South Carolina. We really don't have a real bruising type back that's going to pound it in from two or three yards out. Maybe Brent Simonson, the kid that's used to that stuff from uh, Sutton, is a back down here. Here's Jackson. He wants to throw the football under pressure. Jackson throws it. It goes 
Out of bounds, somebody had a hand in there and a hold of his arm as that one goes a trickling out of bounds. So now that's going to bring up a third down situation, third down in goal. Ball is at the four-yard line of Panhandle State. Huge mistake, maybe overthinking things a little bit. We've been able to move the football all over Panhandle State. They're going to call that a fumble out of bounds and not a pass, so they're going to bring it back to about the 17-yard line. But again, we've got... Our quarterback in Jackson up under center for the first time here today. We've been able to move the football, and now we get it first and goal at the two-yard line, and we squander away a golden opportunity. I hope Bockel can knock this one through. 34 yards is fourth down in uh, goal from the 17-yard line. Here's the field goal attempt. It's no good. So no points as a result of that turnover, sort of like a turnover for Panhandle State. And Hastings College is uh, kept off of the scoreboard. Coach not very happy with his uh, OC as he turns and just stares at Dr. Head on that series of events there. That was That's terrible. Again, you get a turnover, that's great. You've got to try to get points. When you've got it at the two-yard line, you need to punch it in. And the Broncos come away with no points on that series. So that one occurs with about uh, 10 minutes to play in the game, or 10 minutes to play in the first half. Just writing some notes. I'll talk to Tony about that after the uh, the ball game on our uh, coaches show. Here's Brown. He scrambles. He's going to throw the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Nearly intercepted there by the uh, Bronco defense. So yeah, we had the ball at the two yard line. Kind of some interesting play calling down there with Isaiah Jackson going under center, having problems a couple of times on that snap, and then uh, he throws the ball lost out of bounds on a fumble, and then we got to go for a a field goal attempt, and it was a wide left, so no points on the board. Hastings should have had uh, their fourth score in the ball game right there. There's Brown, goes all the way to the far sideline and throws it to an empty spot in the, the field here. It's incomplete. That's going to bring up a third and ten situation with the ball at the 20-yard line. Three of 13 passing for the transfer from Army. Wow. Not very good. I wouldn't be surprised. You maybe see a different uh, QB coming in here in the second half. The Broncos have really put a lot of pressure on Tony Brown. They were coming from the backside there. He wisely throws that one away, and it brings up a third down and 10 at the 20. You are a harsh young man. Yes, I am. Here's uh, Brown. He uh, scrambles out of the pocket. He eludes one man. He eludes two guys, and now he brings the ball to the 23-yard line. He's brought down there by Abdul Mare. Six foot one, 310 pound senior from Houston, Texas. One of our mainstays from a season ago. He had 37 tackles for the Broncos last year. So they go three plays and out again. They're out to punt the football away. Hastings will have good field position. Dropping back deep for Hastings is going to be Amir Patton. Patton is a freshman from Conroy, Conroy Texas. 9.28 remaining here in the second quarter. 21 7. Hastings with the lead. Hastings getting tremendous pressure. Nearly got to that one. That one bounces at the 46. Across the 40. Still rolling across the 35. Down to the 33. And that's where Hastings will start first down and 10. On their own 33-yard line. So a 9-yard touchdown run from Brent Simonson. A 45-yard touchdown pass from Isaiah Jackson to Coyote Stenhouse. And also a 6-yard touchdown run from Brendan Bell. Following a turnover. Hastings with three scores on the board so far. Panhandle State scoring on a 47-yard 
Touchdown scamper by the quarterback, Tony Brown. That's the way we stand, 21-7. He's seen squandering an opportunity at the two-yard line in their last possession. Came out with no points. So it's first and 10. Here's a pass thrown to the far sideline. It's going to be caught over there at the uh, 40-yard line. And then uh, knocked out of the turf. That's uh, Austin Dorf over there. Austin Dorf. Number 11 for Hastings College. Austin Dorf makes the reception. He's the product out of Gothenburg. He's a former Swede. First reception tonight for seven yards. Second down and three here for Hastings. Ball at the 40-yard line. Clock moving at the 8.40 mark till halftime. Jackson sprints out right side. The pass is caught by Stenhouse. Gets away from one man across the 45 to the 50. That's a first down for Hastings. Brought down here at the 49 of Panhandle State. Tackle is made in by William Fulton, freshman out of uh, Georgia. Well, they got people from all over the place down there in the Panhandle State, Georgia, and Mississippi, and Texas, and Tennessee, Louisiana, you name it. They're probably on the squad on the roster here for Panhandle State in the first year of this uh, coaching regime. There's a handoff again. No, oh, nice fake. And uh, moving the ball all the way down to the 35 yard line is our quarterback, Isaiah Jackson. Everybody was coming with a running back there on that one, Jimmy. And Jackson just uh, went straight ahead, took it all the way down to the 37-yard line of first down. Tell you what, it looked like he grabbed a loaf of bread off the store shelf and run out the door. Nobody knew where that one was, even the, the play-by-play no, announcer. I, a great fake, 12-yard gain, first down. Yeah, I was faked out of my shorts. Uh, 7.51 to play. Here in quarter number two, there's a quick pass in the near side. Wow. Stenhouse grabs the ball, and he's uh, immediately decked on the play there by uh, Panhandle State's Antonio Vaughn. Stenhouse reaching out, got as many yards as he's allowed there to the 32-yard line. That was a great catch. He had a defender draped all over him and was able to take that lanky frame and reach out there and get the uh, football. Great arm span by the uh, receiver. Jackson hands the ball away. That's a, a new running back in there. Across the 25 to the 20 down to the 19-yard line. Jesse Ulrich came to Hastings College, Jimmy, as a as a quarterback. But after a couple of things during a preseason camp, they decided to get him on the field, and he's he basically was a running back up at Ord anyway. Huh? Remember, remember the last guy that uh, came to Hastings College and had to run that role for a while? I'll give you a minute. All right. I'll give you a minute. First down and uh, 10 yards to go. The ball is at the 18-yard line. Has There's another handoff to uh, Ulrich, and he's going to be stacked up after a, a couple-of-yard game. My mind is blank. Not that many years ago. Tell me. How about Anthony Cloyd? Came to Hastings College out of Omaha to be a quarterback. Then he had to play running back. In his last year, he was uh, able to be put in there. and Quarterback again. Yep. Did her very well. Second down, nine yards to go. The ball is sitting at the 18-yard line of Panhandle State. He sings already out on top on a score of 21-7. to Ulrich now goes in motion to the far side. And they look that way, but it's going to be Jackson running the ball as he angles off on the right side, and he's down to the 17-yard line. So a couple of yard game. I like the possibilities right there, Jimmy. You got uh, Ulrich going in motion. A, a quarterback swings out there. You, you'll see that play, I'm sure. They'll swing it out there, and uh, Ulrich will chuck the ball downfield to a wide-open receiver 
and that'll be a touchdown for Hastings. Mark our word here. Yep, they'll learn to respect him when he uh, starts running the football on game film, and he'll uh, suck that defense up thinking that he's going to take it off the edge, and somebody's going to be open downfield. Third down and seven yards to go. Here's a Jackson. He wants to throw the ball into the corner. End zone is caught by Martinez. Touchdown. Nice pass. Martinez cradles the ball on the far sideline. A touchdown for Hastings. And the Broncos are out on top by 20 points. It's 27-7. Second touchdown of the night by our quarterback, Isaiah Jackson. That one coming from 17 yards out. Unofficially now 163 yards in the football game. That is the third reception for Martinez. And we'll get uh, Martinez numbers here real quick. 34 47 yards now on the night for Martinez. Bockle into the game for the PAT. All right, so it's a 27-7 ball game. Here comes the PAT, and he is now 4 of 4 tonight. Bockle drills that one. We'll take a break. Five minutes and 35 seconds to play here in the first half. Hastings 28, Panhandle 7. You're listening to Bronco Football. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. All right, eight plays, 67 yards for Hastings. Topper was a 17-yard touchdown pass. Isaiah Jackson to Anthony Martinez. 28-7 is the score. Hastings with a lead over the Aggies of Panhandle State. Hastings looking pretty pretty good here in game number one. Yeah, they really are. For all the uh, the question marks that uh, Tony had coming into this uh, first game of the season with all his uh, newbies, I think we've had some questions answered. We've got some guys that are uh, stepping up that have come in here, some young guys. And Isaiah Jackson, boy, he looks like a four-year starter out there. He has dropped some balls right on a dime. And that there to Martinez was a beautiful pass right over the defender. Here comes the uh, kickoff, and it's going to be fielded at the five-yard line. Did he signal yeah. for a fair catch? Fair catch at the five-yard line. And just, boy. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. You can do that now. I thought, why are you signaling for the fair catch? But then they changed this rule. If the ball is kicked inside the 20-yard line, you can call for the fair catch and they'll bring the ball out to the 25. So they changed that rule a couple of years ago. And Martinez, it's it's not used a whole lot, Jimmy. Not used a whole lot here in the past year or so. But Panhandle State calls for the fair catch, and they bring the ball to the 25-yard line. Now they run the ball with Dominguez. Across the 30, out to the 33-yard line. So a pickup of about eight yards on the play. Panhandle State, not much offense so far in this ball game against the Hastings D. We'll get to it in just a second. Yeah, they're quick. Panhandle State's already up to the line of scrimmage. Another handoff to Dominguez. He'll have the first down and more. Look out. Breaks a couple of tackles to the 40 of Hastings. 30, 25, 20 down the sideline. 15, 10, 5. He is into the end zone for a touchdown. He takes it 67 yards for a touchdown, Jimmy. And this guy does not have blazing speed. It was like he was 
pulling a snowplow. Yeah. But he takes it 67 yards for a touchdown, and bam, just like that, the Aggies are back on the board. Chris Daly was escorting him into the end zone. He was a wide receiver down there. He caught up to him, and then he slowed down to kind of keep a would-be tackler off, and then he sped up again. That was terrible tackling, the worst we've seen all night. He broke four or five tackles coming across the right side there and takes it in for the TD. Roger, Dominguez, a junior out of Turpin, Oklahoma. Here comes the PAT, and that one's going to be sliced wide to the left side, so it is no good. So a 67-yard touchdown by George Dominguez. Couple of plays, 75 yards on the drive there for the Aggies of Panhandle State with five minutes and four seconds to play here in the first half. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 28, Panhandle State 13. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu. Then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. All right, so a long touchdown run there by the Aggies. And all of a sudden, it's a 28-13 ball game. That one goes 67 yards, George Dominguez. And now uh, Hastings will get the ball back here toward the end of the, the second quarter. Boy, the only touchdowns Hastings given up just been on big plays. It was the quarterback scrambling for 47 yards, and that one there off right side, 67 yards. Going to be received at the 10, going to bring her up the right side. Here's a Bell bringing the ball back for Hastings across the 30, slips away, 35 to the 38-yard line. Look at that little guy slip loose. Who buttered him up? He's like a little greased pig, isn't he? Boy, he is. He ran into a mass of humanity in gray jerseys. Thought they had him brought down around the 30-yard line, and he squirts through. Brings her all the way out to the 38-yard line. 4.54 left to go here. Broncos will uh, take over again. And coming up at halftime, we'll have our halftime stance for you. We'll have a chance to meet the new athletic director for Hastings College, B.J. Uh, Pumroy. He'll stop by and have a little visit. We'll get you some college football scores and more coming up at halftime, so stay with us. Here's a Jackson, throws the ball. That one is through the fingertips of Bell. Incomplete pass, second down and 10. Panhandle State with a couple of guys uh, back in coverage back there. Anthony Taylor, linebacker for uh, Panhandle State, was in the area. Junior out of Memphis, Tennessee. So second down and 10 yards to go. Hastings will signal with plays in here from the uh, near sideline. Much different than Panhandle State, who is uh, running that Quick-paced offense out there. Hastings standing at the line of scrimmage. Here's a Jackson going to hand the ball away. That baby may have come loose down there. Jackson, just as he got the ball, they cough up the pig, and Panhandle State is on the ball at the Hastings College 34-yard line. Watch the replay. They were trying to get it here to the first man through the hole. For Hastings, that was uh, Dante Smith, and Smith didn't look like he was even uh, anticipating the ball there, Jimmy. So evidently, they crossed up the uh, the play call there, and they were not on the same page, and it results in a turnover. Well, and Jackson got blasted the minute that he uh, did get the handoff done. So that was a uh, again another 
series of downs that we'd like to forget. All right, here's uh, Jones. He's going to throw the ball into the end zone. He's going to be caught for the touchdown. Barbarino, the defensive back for Hastings, fell down on the play, and Barbarino hauls it in for a touchdown. And uh, just like that, the Aggies have scored twice here in the past minute, and we got ourselves a ball game now. Oh, no. Oh, no. Broncos had this what seemed to be uh, well in hand here just a matter of minutes ago, and they've scored on back-to-back plays from 67 and 35 yards out. The Broncos with a fumble, one play. They get it in, and uh, the PAT pending here, make it an eight-point game. All right, they're going to go for just the uh, single point after they uh, missed it uh, the last time. This one, they drill it, so the PAT is good. Four minutes and 36 seconds to play here in the first half. Hastings has got the lead. It's the Broncos 28, Panhandle State 20. You're listening to Bronco Football. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. So Panhandle State, they score two touchdowns in just over 30 seconds. And just like that, it's a 28-20 ball game. Now, Hastings with the lead. We're in quarter number two here tonight, still with four minutes and 36 seconds to go. Well, mistakes. You can ill afford to have them. I don't care who you're playing. But uh, the Broncos with a fumble, and teams take advantage of turnovers. And go back to that one drive, Mike. Hastings got the fumble at the two-yard line. Was unable to come away with any points. Keep that in the back of your mind for, uh, for future use. All right, here comes the uh, kickoff. He sings is going to return this. Bell is up across the 35, spins at the 40. Penalty flag is down as Bell goes down at the 41 or 42 yard line. We'll check out the flag coming in from the uh, far sideline. Tell you what, Bell's the kind of guy that could take one to the house or a couple this year. We're going to have holding. Officials will uh, get together and make the call. Return team number 50. Ten yards to spot the foul. First down. Dustin Jelinek on a uh, hold here on the special teams. Hastings scored in their first two possessions here tonight. Jumped out to a 14-0 lead over Panhandle State. But since then, I think they've been uh, outplayed here by the Aggies. Well, they've given up a couple of big plays. Sloppy tackling led to the 67-yard touchdown run, and then just the uh, defender fell down. They had good pressure on the quarterback, Brown, but he just threw it up for grabs, and Barbarino runs in from 35 yards out. All right, so he's seeing still plenty of time here in the second quarter. See if they can do anything with the ball. Simonson is going to get the call here. Simonson moves the ball from the 20 out to about the 23-yard line. We'll give him a pickup of three. The Amante pounds in on the stop there for uh, Panhandle State. So second down and seven yards to go. Clock is running as we near four minutes to play here in the second quarter. Hastings working in the shadows, working from our left to our right here, north to south here at Lloyd Wilson Field on a beautiful night for college football. Jackson fakes the ball now, hands it away. That's Bell on his sweep. Bell across the 25, out to close to the 30-yard line. Stumbles forward across the 30. We'll see where the officials 
Mark the football over there on the far side. It's either going to be third and short or first and ten. They're going to give Hastings a uh, first and ten. Those of the football is right at the 30-yard line. It's going to be on the far side hash mark. Three wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation now for Hastings. One wide receiver to the left. The Broncos have the lead here over Panhandle State over Oklahoma. There's a throw out here. It's going to be grabbed by Stenhausen, and the ball comes loose. Panhandle State says they have the ball, but the officials do not agree, and it's going to bring up a second down and 10. Look at some passing numbers for Isaiah Jackson. Pretty good night so far, 163 unofficially. A couple of touchdowns, those coming from 45 and 17 yards out. The Bronco rushing game, 103 yards now on 20 carries, and they look at a second down and 10. Clock stopped at 327 until halftime. Isaiah Jackson now will have wide receivers to the left and to the right, two to each side. High snap. Jackson pulls her down, throws it down here on the right side. It's going to be incomplete. Not on the same page here. It looked like Stenhouse was cutting to the center of the field. Jackson threw it to the outside of the field. And the guy who had the best chance of catching that ball was defensive back Malik Brown. For a panhandle state, but he's getting quite good to it. And it's going to bring up a third down situation now for Hastings, third down and 10. Yeah, Stenhouse and uh, Martinez talking out there at about the 50-yard line. They run into each other. Obviously, somebody uh, run the wrong pattern there as Jackson lofted it downfield. Third down and long here for Hastings. Jackson pulls it down, cap high, and he throws out and across the middle. That's going to be incomplete. Martinez, the intended receiver there. Well, and now Hastings is going to have to punt the football away. And what was looking like a... Pretty comfortable lead here just a few minutes ago. Now the punt team comes on for Hastings, and now the Broncos are going to give up uh, probably some pretty good field position here. As, uh, is that Barberino out there? He'll stand about the 35-yard line. Yeah, he does a lot of things for uh, Panhandle State. Probably drove the bus here. That's a nice one, too. It is. At the 35-yard line, he will settle in. Hastings will have to punt the ball. High snap again. They get the ball away. Not very deep. Barbarino comes up, grabs the ball, and a fair catch at the 42-yard line. Now they've got a short field, Jimmy. Uh, at the 42, they still got three minutes and nine seconds to play here in the second quarter. and We're just uh, a touchdown and a two-point conversion from having a tie score here in this one, 28-20 to after Hastings jumped out to a 28-7 to lead here in this one. Yeah, last two drives for Hastings. Fumble and a punt. The last two drives for uh, Panhandle State. 75-yard touchdown, 35-yard touchdown. Now they got the football at their own 42-yard line. Plenty of time left to try to tie this baby up at halftime. 3.09 left to go here in the first half. Maybe things were a little bit too easy for Hastings to start off, huh? Here's uh, Brown. He fakes the ball. Brown is going to be hit. Down he goes. He'll be sacked for the second time. Back here at the uh, 40-yard line, Brown is uh, sacked on the play there by Hastings. A couple of guys in uh, Crimson getting in there. It's going to bring up a second down and 12 situation. Kendall Oberheide, one of the guys to get in there for Hastings, but he had a lot of help. Yeah, Titus Clay in there as well for Hastings. Second down, the ball is back here to the 40-yard line. Toss the ball to Daly on his sweep. Daly spun down like a top at the 43-yard line. Tyler Kennedy over there defensively for Hastings to bring him down. So, yeah, a third down situation coming up here. Clock is running with two minutes and 20 seconds to play. Third down and still about eight yards to go. Ball is at the 44-yard line of Panhandle State. It's on the far side, hash mark. 
Two wide receivers to the left and two wide receivers to the right side. Brown waiting for the snap. Might be calling to changing the play here at the line of scrimmage. Long count here. Brown still waiting for the snap. Six seconds on the play clock. He finally grabs it. He backs up, throws the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Chris Daly crossing pattern there. Right in the center of the field. Can't come up with a football. Back in coverage for uh, Hastings College defensively was Jones. And that's going to bring up a fourth down situation. Fourth down and nine yards to go. Fourth down and eight yards to go for Panhandle State. Jones, very lucky, had a hand on the back shoulder of uh, Daly. But uh, no call official right there. So the Broncos come up with a good stand there. And they'll get the football back with a little bit less than a minute 50 left to go. 28-20 to 20 is the score. He sings with the lead. There's a punt that's going to be kicked out of bounds here at about the 24-yard line. Let's see if the officials spot this one. Some extracurricular stuff going on there in the center of the field, but no penalty flags. He sings will get the football. They'll bring it up here, and they'll see where they spot the football here in the winning moments of this one. Carlo Terrell. From Kansas City, Ruskin High. Ruskin High. I only know one Ruskin High. That's not too, not even Ruskin High anymore, but it ain't far from my stomping grounds. He was into it a little bit with a uh, another Aggie down there, but no call. Broncos uh, get the football at their own 31-yard line. All right, so here comes Isaiah Jackson back out for he sings. We'll see what Tony wants to do. He's going to wind up and throw the ball down here. That one is nearly caught by Stenhouse. I think somebody got a hand on that because the way it was thrown, it was kind of fluttering up there, and Stenhouse almost came down with an acrobatic catch here at the 40-yard line of Panhandle State, but ball falls to the turf, and it's incomplete. Kind of fluttering. Kind of. Wounded duck there. You we're, can watching, see, you, we're watching the replay right here. You can see the laces. Oh, you kind of watched the replay there. Yeah, we're, we're having some audio trouble here. Not uh, audio, video. In the video, yeah, in the uh, the booth there. Second down and 10 yards to go. There's a high snap. Isaiah Jackson has got to go back and uh, try to pick it up. And he nearly got blocked off of the ball. And Panhandle State nearly came up with that one. That was a Primes coming in from the corner and almost knocked Isaiah Jackson away from the ball. But Isaiah was able to get down on top of it. That's the second errant snap we have seen here by uh, Hastings tonight. And now Panhandle State wants to call a timeout because Hastings is backed up here, Jimmy, on third down and a mile and a half to go. If they can stop them here, Panhandle State's thinking they might be able to get the ball back and get some points on the board. This timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, where they invite you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens, including NFL and college football. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar, located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. The Broncos 28 and the Aggies 20. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill fare or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Hastings. There's a running play to Simonson for Hastings. 
as he bangs his way across the uh, 10 yard line out to about the uh, 13 or 14. And on third down and 29 yards to go, Tony elects to play it conservatively there, Jimmy. And he goes with a uh, running play. And now uh, Panhandle State wants to call another timeout as Hastings is going to be forced to punt the football away in fourth down and long. So I'll take a break here. 121 to play in the second quarter. It's Hastings 28, Panhandle State 20. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 K-H-A-S. As we come back, the snap back to the punter goes through his hands and in and out of the end zone and is safety there for the uh, Panhandle State Aggies. So this this quarter has not been uh, very good, Jimmy. No, it really hasn't. A tale of two quarters. Hastings College coming out looking very good. Took a 14-0 lead. And you look at the drives... To start the football game out, Hastings scored from 64 yards out. They scored from 48 yards out. Had a couple of punts, and they had a touchdown. A missed field goal in there. That's the one they had the uh, at the Panhandle two-yard line. So they very easily could have had three consecutive touchdowns. Since then, fumble, punt, fumble through the end zone. It's been ugly. And Panhandle State has scored from 75-35, and now they look to get the football back, trailing in this football game 28-22. The Broncos had this game pretty well under control and uh, just mistakes, and Tony's going to be hoarse by the time he comes up because he met the long snapper as he came off the field, and when he was done with him, he looked for a coach. I think he's just looking for somebody to yell at because he is frustrated right now to end this half of football. Well, you see a lot of times mistakes on special teams, although they spent a considerable amount of time in the preseason uh, workouts on special teams. They're having some problems with it here tonight with some uh, high snaps, and that one cost them two points on a uh, safety. There comes the uh, kickoff with a run back now across the 30 onto the 33-yard line. Jake Martinez bringing the ball back for Panhandle State. Hastings led this game 28-7. It is now 28-22 in the second quarter with a minute and nine seconds to go. Panhandle State quickly back out here. Here comes Tony Brown, and they're not going to roll over. They're going to send four wide receivers and a little diamond set out to the left side of the formation. One wide receiver to the right side. Brown with the ball. Brown backs up and throws the ball down the right sideline. That is going to be caught, but he's going to be out of bounds. That's Barbarino again. He got the touchdown pass just a couple of minutes ago. That one is uh, incomplete as he catches it out of bounds. Clock is stopped now with a minute and two seconds to go here in the second quarter in a 28-22 ball game. Boy, do you look down at the numbers, and Panhandle State has really done nothing 
offensively other than just some big plays that Hastings has given up. They've had no long time consuming drives. It's just been big plays. Uh, the one particular, the uh, 47 yard uh, or the 67 yard touchdown run with bad tackling. Here's Brown. He backs up again. He throws the ball. It's going to be incomplete. He was running with a ball and at the last second. He tosses it, but he took a beating there from Abdul Mare, who drills the quarterback Brown into the turf. Pass is incomplete. Third down and 10 yards to go. Ball is sitting at the 33-yard line of Panhandle State. Working right to left toward the north end zone here tonight. Panhandle State, the Aggies in their white football pants and their gray jerseys. Their white helmets here tonight. The Broncos in the all-crimson. Play has been signaled in off of the far sideline now as Tony Brown waiting here, the quarterback. Wide receivers left and right. Brown waiting. Here's a little... uh, Shovel pass inside and it's going to be uh, read there beautifully by Hastings. Cooper Savage is the guy who got the shovel pass from the uh, quarterback, Tony Brown. And he's going to be upended here after a couple of yard gain. Now Hastings is going to burn a timeout. That was a great play by Kendall Oberheide. There was nobody out there and he was playing the right end. Stayed home, did a great job bringing him down. All right, this timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. 43 seconds to play in the second quarter. Hastings 28, the Aggies 22. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, we're back here as uh, Barbarino is going to get into the football. The punter for Panhandle State, high kick, bounces at the 37-yard line, takes a Panhandle bounce across the 30, across the 25, rolling dead down here at the 23-yard line. And that's where Hastings College will start on their own 23. Bronco football brought to you in part by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Also by Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Family Medical Center of Hastings, run by the Hastings College Foundation. 2019 season opener, Hastings and Panhandle State out of Oklahoma here tonight. Broncos jumped down to a 28-7 lead in this ballgame. It is now 28-22 with 28 seconds to play. And Hastings... They're just going to uh, run the clock out here as they go to uh, Simonson. Both hands on the ball there as uh, Simonson will bring the ball to the uh, 25-yard line. Tackle made in there by Anthony Taylor, the middle linebacker for uh, Panhandle State. I think that's going to be the end of the half. The Broncos, Tony's just going to uh, take this group back in at halftime and regroup. They had, a, again, a sizable lead. And then they've squandered away. Uh, Panhandle State been able to crawl back into this game, but the Broncos are going to lead here at halftime. All right, so the first half comes to an end. Hastings got out to a uh, big lead. And now they'll have a six-point lead as they take into the locker room at halftime here tonight. 28-22 to is our score. 
We'll take a break. We've got the halftime show coming up. We'll meet New Hastings College Athletic Director B.J. Pumroy coming up at halftime. We've got all your halftime stats. We'll have a college football scoreboard update and a whole lot more, so stay with us. Our score at halftime, it is Hastings 28, Panhandle State 22. You're listening to Bronco Football. Mary Lanning's been a very successful hospital in the area, a longstanding service to the community for over 100 years now. One of the important things that set Mary Lanning apart is its focus on safety and service to the community. My family grew up in this area. My parents both went to Hastings High School and my grandparents lived in the town. So I think it's, it's part of the culture here in the Midwest. So I think it just is carrying over from the culture in this area to being practiced through the hospital. I liked the idea of coming to a smaller community and providing the service that a neurosurgeon can provide. It means that the patients have the confidence that they can get high-level treatment at their local hospital. My name is Dr. Scott Bell. I'm a neurosurgeon at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The Halftime Show is brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Hi, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Hastings at Lloyd Wilson Field, 28-22. The Broncos have the lead over Panhandle State. We'll get to the scoring in the first half. Hastings scoring their first possession of the ball game. They go six plays and 64 yards. That was after the defense held Panhandle State to three plays and out. He's seeing six plays, 64 yards. They get a nine-yard touchdown run from Brent Simonson. The point after touchdown was good, seven to nothing. Hastings had the lead. Broncos scoring again on a 45-yard touchdown pass. Isaiah Jackson to KOT Stenhouse. The point after touchdown was good. That was after the Bronco defense again held Panhandle State to three plays and out. So the Aggies ran six plays. The Broncos offensively had two touchdowns on the board, 14-0. Hastings had the lead. Panhandle State's quarterback, uh, Tony Brown, then got loose on the next possession, went 47 yards for the score to make it a 14-7 ball game. Hastings uh, cashed in on a fumble recovery, had a short field. As they went six plays, 39 yards. They got a six-yard run from Brandon Bell to make it a 21-7 ball game. Hastings had the ball and another turnover at the two-yard line of Panhandle State, but could not score. Went for a field goal and missed that, so Hastings missed on a golden opportunity to put some uh, points on the scoreboard. Hastings did score, though, on an eight-play, 67-yard drive in the second period. They scored in a 17-yard touchdown pass. Isaiah Jackson to Anthony Martinez to make it a 28-7 ball game. And then the, the final five minutes of the second quarter, not very good. Uh, George Dominguez, he got loose. He went 67 yards for a touchdown for Panhandle State to make it a 28-13 ball game. Hastings counts up the football. Panhandle State got it back. They throw a 35-yard touchdown pass from Tony Brown to set Barbarino to make it a 28-20 ball game. Hastings backed up late in the second quarter. And on a uh, fourth down situation, the Broncos were going for a punt. The snap was high. It goes through the punter's hands. It goes in and out of the end zone for a safety. And 
just like that, Jimmy. We're sitting at halftime and, and talking about a 28-22 to 22 ball game. Yeah, it looked like a, uh, a commanding lead for Hastings College there uh, for a while, and then uh, things kind of got away from Hastings. They still hold the lead. But, hey, if you came to the football game, wanted offense, you've got it. You've got a lot of offense, a lot of scoring, and uh, it's going to be a, a good second half of football here. Your halftime stats brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can – I had that all lined up if you wouldn't have moved it. <laughs> You can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. For the Aggies of Panhandle State, their passing numbers, Tony Brown there in that first half, 5 of 18 passing, 60 yards. He had one touchdown, that coming from 35 yards out. They rushed it 21 times for 167, so 227 of total offense in the first half on 39 offensive plays. Leading rusher in that first half, George Dominguez, six carries, 86 yards, 67-yard touchdown run for Dominguez. Uh, Tony Brown also had a rushing touchdown from 47 yards out. For Hastings College in that first half, uh, Isaiah Jackson, 11 of 22 passing, 163 yards. He had two touchdowns in that first half. They rushed the football 23 times for 92 yards, so 255 of total offense in the first half. Your individual uh, leaders uh, receiving Anthony Martinez, three receptions, 45 yards. He's got a touchdown. And uh, Stenhouse with uh, four receptions, 69 yards. He's also got a touchdown from 45 yards out. Brett Simonson, leading rusher for Hastings there in that first half. Six carries and 23 yards. Also, uh, Jesse Allred getting in action. A couple carries and 13 yards. The uh, time of possession on the side of Hastings College. They have 13.37 for the uh, Aggies. 10.55 the uh, penalty area. You usually see a lot of penalties in that first game. Not a lot here. Just four. Broncos two for 14 and the Aggies two for 15. So, uh, again, uh, a pretty well-played half, but uh, a tale of two quarters. I'm sure Tony's doing a little bit of adjusting in there and uh, some some talk with uh, his coaches. Uh, not happy with a couple of things there in that first half of the Broncos hold a six-point lead here at halftime. All right, 28-22 to 22 is our score. We're going to meet the new athletic director for Hastings College coming up. We'll take a break and come back. You're listening to Bronco Football. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. All right, back here at halftime, Hastings College has uh, got the lead over Panhandle State of Oklahoma in their season opener, 28-22 to is the score. And it's our pleasure to uh, introduce the new athletic director of Hastings College to uh, the audience here tonight, B.J. Pumroy. B.J., good to see you again. Mike, it's nice to be here tonight. Thanks for inviting me up here for halftime. You uh, started your job, uh, what was it, July 1st? July 1. So we're finishing two months today. So what do you what do you what do you like so far? Oh goodness gracious! There's so many good things about what I've enjoyed with the department, with the campus, with the community. I feel very fortunate to be back in the Midwest, be here at Hastings College. I'd heard so many good things about it, and from the being able to research from a distance, there were so many positive just. Uh, things that brought attention to what the athletic department and what the campus was part and then again the community just the welcoming and warmth uh, as well as just the right kind of fit 
for me. And so I've really enjoyed just being a part of this town and campus for two months now. You uh, what grew up, uh, spent a lot of time in Iowa, so we won't keep anything against you. You're, you're an Iowa Hawkeye. I, like I've joked that the day after uh, of Thanksgiving has been one of my favorite holidays for the past few years, and I know i got to control that because that won't last forever. And I also remember being a kid and losing 31 to nothing, 31 to 3, 21 20. There was a lot of times when they played non-conference back in the 80s and late 70s that it was like, this isn't going to go well for the Hawkeyes. Uh, recently, you spent a lot of time on the East Coast, right? Yep. I spent the last nine years at two different schools. I was AD at Shepherd University uh, in Shepherdstown, West Virginia, in NCAA Division II school. I was there for six years. And then the last three, I was at St. Mary's Reich in a college preparatory Catholic high school in the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference. Uh, for some of the high school games that were on the week before on TV, some of our uh, conference mates were playing national games on TV. So the quality of football in the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference, you might imagine, is pretty stout. And when I was at Shepherd University, we were a top 25 NCAA Division II team every year. In my last year, we finished with national runner-up. So quality of football is something that I've enjoyed. And really, uh, between Shepherd, Valley City State, and uh, now Truman State University, all three of those schools had the most conference championships in their leagues for the three schools that I've worked with. So uh, I've been around good football and, and want to be a part of that here at Hastings College as well. Yeah, in addition to uh, the East Coast stuff, you spent some time up uh, north uh, Valley City State, I think with one of the teams. Three years, I was AD at Valley City State up in the then Dakota Athletic Conference, now the North Star. And I know Hastings played them a couple years ago, non-conference. Great people up there. I did watch their game Thursday night uh, as they beat the GPACs University of Jamestown. So, uh, And that's always a great rival game. Two schools 30 miles apart, one private, one public, and uh, even though they're not in the same conference now, uh, they drew a great crowd and a uh, great event, and Valley City came out on top. So uh, the opening uh, came about here at Hastings with uh, Patty uh, officially stepping down. Patty Satorius, the uh, previous athletic director, decides to retire. The opening uh, came to Hastings. Uh, what kind of influence you to maybe uh, apply and uh, look into this job? Well, Mike, the, the influence to apply uh, just came from just kind of an uncomfortable political feeling I had at the last school. I thought it was going to be there forever, and everything worked out just fine uh, for the school. Uh, the right man, uh, Dr. Rick Wood, was hired as the president of the school, and he was he was a great boss to me, probably one of my favorite bosses I've had. Uh, but there was a little just catch in the presidential search there, and uh, it made me worried, and the Hastings job popped open, and I knew about Hastings College from a couple different uh, varieties. One, uh, Dr. Bob Borichter is you know, kind of one of those guys I envy and, and emulate as far as what AED do I want to be uh, as I go through, and knew he was here before he went to Northwest Missouri, and I knew him from Northwest Missouri, and uh, I think, I can't remember if it was 2011 or 12, I had an unsolicited email when I was at Shepherd University about if I'd be interested in applying for the Hastings College job and I was like didn't really know anything about it but it felt really nice to be wanted like that so uh, I didn't apply at that time uh, but still I just remember the name from being reached out to previously and and then getting back to the Midwest uh, I've got a wife and a seventh grader and a fifth grader and uh, her she's from Creston Iowa from Cedar Rapids Iowa um, yeah so it was just right time right place if it'd been about two days to two weeks different I probably wouldn't even thought of going anywhere uh, so when the position came open, I was highly interested. I mean, I looked at the website and checked out the facilities, and holy cow, we got top-notch facilities here at Hastings College. I mean, basketball arenas, NCAA Division One-esque. Uh, here at Lloyd Wilson Field, you can feel kind of the history with it. It's great architecture, great place to watch a game. Uh, it, it, Duncan Field, Smith Complex, I mean, all over the place. I was thinking, wow, they do everything first rate with their facilities, and for a lot of small campuses, that's not always the case. So there was a lot of things from the outside looking in and then getting to know the campus, 
getting to know President Fiesel. Uh I just felt like, wow, this could be the right place. And really, it's lived up and not exceeded my expectations as far as being here. All right. What do you hope to bring uh, to the table, so to speak? Well, Mike, the history shows that I've, when I've been with athletic departments, the entire departments have grown uh, and gotten better. And no doubt we've had some nationally prominent programs with our men's and women's soccer and volleyball and women's basketball. Uh, but I... You know, the rising tide raises all ships kind of philosophy that I want all of our programs to do as well as they can competitively, but also for the kids to have great experiences, be graduates of Hastings College. And that's kind of a motto uh, I've preached uh, at previous schools and, and have lived through it and want that to be a part of what I leave as a legacy here whenever uh, that end comes, whether I die or retire, probably, you know, probably die first. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of an old guy, so, you know, uh, but uh, the, the idea of you want to give the kids the best experience they can have in a town that's supportive, a town that's interested. And, you know, winning is a lot of things, but it's not everything. I mean, I'm not a win at all costs guy and my coaching staff I've gone through and I don't see that as being their attitude towards the world and because there's more to it than that. But there's always a scoreboard on it. So there's a reason why you want to win, too. Obviously, uh, a college this size has got problems and uh, every college has them. You know, it's just kind of well, work through some of those I, things. I could tell you even, well, I had a previous, uh, when I was AD at, at one of the schools, or assistant AD at one of the schools, AD had a buddy at Ohio State. It was in June and the guy was, they were talking on the phone. My AD had been at a school in Ohio and they were buddies and talking on the phone and the guy from Ohio State was just complaining about how bad the budget was at the end of the year and, uh, and I was like, what? You know, Ohio State has budget problems. Is that like what grade of leather can you put on the couch in your office? I mean, you know, every school thinks they have dollars and cents problems. And some are more legit than others. But, you know, so far here at Hastings, I mean, you know, some things we look at are we need to improve our transportation of our student athletes. Uh, that's, you know, whether it be the fleet we have or what we're using for charter transportation, how often they can use them. Those are things that we need to get better at. That's been just when I was interviewing and even just being here the short time I had, it's very evident that that's one area that we can improve. And there's ways that I've worked at other campuses and we found ways to improve that and uh but that is kind of the glaring thing i've seen i think uh you know facility wise like i say we rank towards the top dollars and cents on scholarships we're pretty good with the teams the way we support them that way um you know obviously you want to be involved in the community you know from a standpoint of having a community come to games but of course the other part of getting the your student athlete out in the community and being a part of what it's like to be a community member. And our Student Athlete Advisory Committee is a group that has started this year. Uh, Laura Arnold has started on that before I got here, and that's something that was probably my favorite part of the role at Truman State University, where, in essence, you have a student council for your for your teams. And so they work towards you know what makes a good experience for all the teams, but also doing philanthropy, doing community service, getting kids to games. And our Student Athlete Advisory Committee worked really well with our first uh, volleyball game and first home uh, soccer match and brought a lot of kids out that you're just saying hey this is what you go do when we play and to see the teams get along that way was really just just affirm my vision of what what i think this place is and what it can be as well hey you got to see a volleyball i know you got to see a soccer uh, last night you right. got to see uh football here tonight yep and we got soccer tomorrow volleyball one on the road today at uh, columbia college if they're listening on the on the ride home uh Glad they were taking part of that, but uh, yeah, we were uh, undefeated. Well, I'm sorry, we we're three and one yesterday, one and zero so far today, two and zero after another thirty minutes, and uh, hopefully go one zero tomorrow. And make for a great weekend. Okay, BJ, thanks for stopping by. We'll have you on, and uh, you're always welcome anytime you want to spend some time. All with right, us. Mike, I appreciate it. Okay, okay. all right, BJ Pumroy again. He's the uh, new athletic director for uh, Hastings College. We'll take a break and check some college football scores as we continue on the halftime show right after this. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. 
Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. I'm back here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Again, he sings has got the lead over Panhandle State. The score is 28-22. Uh, to 22. We'll check some uh, college football scores right quick here. Washington has beaten Eastern Washington tonight, 47-14. to 14. It was Temple over Bucknell, 56-12. to 12. Alabama winners over Duke today, final of 42-3. to 3. Penn State is leading Idaho in the third quarter. In fact, just underway in the fourth quarter. Now it is 79-9. Penn State with a lead. Air Force over Colgate, 48-7. They are in the third quarter. Third quarter score, Navy 45, Holy Cross 7. Eastern Michigan is leading Coastal Carolina, 30-23. They are in the third quarter. Final score, North Carolina beat the Gamecocks of South Carolina today. Final score of 24-20. Third quarter, Georgia State out on top of Tennessee, 38-30. Third quarter score, Appalachian State 42, East Tennessee 7. Second quarter score, Stanford 17, Northwestern 7. Second quarter score, Arkansas is trailing, rather Arkansas is now ahead of Portland State by a score of 20 to 13. Second quarter score, Texas Tech 45, Montana State 10. Second quarter score, it is Boston College over Virginia Tech by a score of 35 to 28. Fifth-ranked Ohio State winners today over Florida Atlantic, 45-21. Iowa State today beat Northern Iowa in overtime, 29-26. Nebraska winners over South Alabama today in Lincoln by the score of 35-21. Hastings College with a lead over Panhandle State of Oklahoma, 28-22. That's the halftime show of the second half coming up on 1230 KHS. The Halftime Show has been brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. My son Ben was very healthy when he was born, and then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation and that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at Lloyd Wilson Field, the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings with a lead 28-22. to 
Hastings, I was just looking ahead. Next week, we have our first of two buys. So we play one football game, and then Hastings will have a bye next Saturday. Hastings will not play. They will come back and play the following Saturday. Hastings with two buys here for the 2019 season. We'll play 10 games, and they'll have two weeks off. No complaints out of this guy. We'll have a bye next week, and then we'll get back at it two weeks from tonight. No, the thing is, is we've had some years where the bye week has come on the opening week when other teams are playing. We're not playing a game. That's happened a couple of different times, so uh, kind of an interesting setup. But uh, looking over the schedule, as I was in hopes to get invited back to this uh, illustrious job of uh, color with you on uh, Saturdays and Fridays, but uh, looked at the schedule during the summer, and I'm like, wow, Hart must be a good negotiator because we've got a, a very friendly uh, – friendly schedule this season uh, for Bronco football. Yeah, I, I think we play uh, four out of our first five games are at home, and then you throw the bye week in there, and then we we finish off on the road a couple of times late well, in some big ball games, but we, we traveled to Mitchell, South Dakota for the very last regular season football game, and I know what it does in South Dakota very late. We've been up there through rainstorms and, and blizzards, so We'll uh, we'll see what happens, but the second half about ready to get underway. Panhandle State will be kicking off from right to left. A couple of guys back deep for Hastings College. What's turned out to be a, a gorgeous evening, just a breeze out of the out of the southeast, blowing across the uh, across Lloyd Wilson Field here. But the Broncos continue uh, to hold this six point lead in kind of a lackluster first half. All right, Hastings won the toss and they deferred to the second half, so the Broncos are going to get the ball here. They begin the half number two, and the kickoff is going to go out of bounds. Hastings doesn't have a chance to return this one, and the Broncos will have it in good field position. Uh, pretty good first quarter for Hastings. Not so good in the uh, second quarter. Was this a fumble, a punt? We had the safety, and then the half ends. Yeah, yeah. And for the other uh, the other guys from Panhandle State, they have a touchdown, touchdown, then punt, punt. But again, we had uh, you go back up uh, about halfway through the uh, drive stats here. They had that uh, first and goal at the two-yard line and come away with no points. Could be uh, very costly here in this football game. We'll hope each team with 11 drives. This will be the 12th drive, and they all bring it out to the 35-yard line to start the second half off. All right, Isaiah Jackson has went all the way at quarterback for Hastings. They're going to sign off with uh... – Brenton ball in the backfield with uh, Brent Simonson. They fake the ball. Now here's uh, Bell. He's going to run it around the left end as he takes the ball to the 37-yard line. So a short pickup, a lot of movement there on that play, but uh, not a lot of uh, results. That's a very positive there, a pickup of about three yards and a play second down and seven. Bell with five carries, 32 yards in that uh, first quarter of action. And uh, he picks up about three yards there off left side. Third down and about seven here for the Broncos. Bell, a kid from San Diego, California. He gets the ball again, 45 on the reception, 50 to the 48-yard line. He can run it. He can catch it right there. Bretton Bell, he picks up the first down for Hastings as they move the ball into Panhandle State Territory. They move it down here to the 48-yard line. First down and 10, Hastings. Bell had one reception for 16 yards the first half. That one will match up nicely. 14-yard gain and another first down for Hastings. 
One man in the backfield. Wide receivers left and right now for Isaiah Jackson, our senior quarterback out of California. A toss out from the far sideline. It is caught getting away. 40-35 down to the 30-yard line and run out of bounds. Ostendorf. And it's Ross Ostendorf. Big little target over there for Hastings College. Big 220-pound wide receiver there for the Broncos. Nice catch and run there as he's going to finally be popped out of bounds at the 31-yard line. First and 10 for Hastings. Broncos scored in their opening possession of the ball game. Trying to repeat that here to open up the second half. Simonson with an inside handoff as he takes the ball down to the 24-yard line. Simonson a pickup of seven yards in a play. Now the Broncos, Jimmy, throwing a little medicine into their their own uh, medicine cabinet here as they go with the the quick huddle here. Yeah, and a good run inside there by Simonson. He's not the biggest of backs, but uh, he's used to that physicality playing for Steve Raymer over there at Sutton. Takes a big hit, but picks up seven yards, second down and short. Jackson, one step drop, and he throws it. It's going to be caught again. Martinez grabs the ball. Martinez hauls it at the 15-yard line for Hastings College. The Broncos get another fresh set of downs. First down. Whoops, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just to say, Broncos quickly up to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, here. first down, number 16. And, uh, boy, 3-3 three three to start the uh, the second half out here for uh, Isaiah Jackson. 204 unofficially on the evening. And he's got the Broncos down inside the red zone at the 15-yard line. Three wide receivers to the left side. Then you've got Stenhouse uh, out here on the right side all by himself. Isaiah Jackson looks left. He throws the ball in the end zone, and Bell can't catch up with it in the corner of the end zone. That was a little bit too far. Incomplete pass, second down, and 10 yards to go. Just noticing the the method that Hastings is signaling in plays this year. They've got two players with headsets on, the backup quarterbacks, and you've got a uh, coach all signaling in plays. Obviously, only one of those guys is live. The other two are decoys. Second down and 10 yards to go. From the 15-yard line of Panhandle State, Hastings with a lead, 28-22. There's a throw right side, no penalty flag, and now a yeah. late penalty flag down. I was going to say, he had the right hand on his hip, kind of holding him off. Stenhouse not able to make the cut towards the football. Uh, we'll late, get the official yeah. word here. That was uh, very late. Stenhouse had to give the official a look, and he finally pulls the rag out of his back pocket and throws it. And now a little meeting of the minds here. That's going to be a, an interference call or a holding call here against the Panhandle State. Flag is rushing at That's the 70-yard line. Defense number nine. That's a spot foul and an automatic first down. Antonio Bond is the uh, guilty party. He was matched up one-on-one here with Stenhouse. They're back out here on the right side. Look, just to see the replay, it's Stenhouse like, come on, man. He said he had a hold of me. He got the call. First and goal here from the seven-yard line. Here's a Simonson as he plows his way ahead across the five and down to about the two-yard line. Simonson has already scored his uh, first collegiate touchdown for Hastings. In fact, he had the first touchdown of the uh, 2019 season. Got into the end zone from nine yards out. Now Hastings is sitting at point-blank range for uh, second down and goal at the two-yard line. And now a penalty flag goes down as they... And the ball away again to Simonson. He sings his emotion. Offense, number six. Five-yard penalty. Remains second down. So the Broncos have uh, Brenton Bell in motion there. 
That's going to cost him five yards, and he'll back it up again to the 70-yard line. Hastings was down here before in the uh, second quarter at the two-yard line and could not score. In fact, even missed a field goal attempt. Well, they went up under center, which was a strange formation. Now they've, uh, in that pistol set, much more traditional. But again, just ill afford to have mistakes here. Push the ball back to the five. Second down. Here's a uh, toss, and that's going to be almost picked off. Our red zone offense hasn't been very good. The intended receiver was uh, Martinez. Jackson threw that one kind of wide of the target. That baby was almost picked off there by Monte Pounds, their All-American linebacker. So now we're sitting at third down and goal from the seven-yard line. As the uh, plays come in, we're going to have two wide receivers split to the left side of the formation. One wide receiver, Stenhouse, to the right side. Hastings out on top here in this ballgame, 28-22, but they're looking for points here at the beginning of the third quarter. Down to three seconds on the play clock. Jackson grabs the ball. He throws it. It's going to be caught for the touchdown, Stenhouse. Stenhouse catches the ball right at the goal line and then makes sure he gets it over the, uh, the marker there into the end zone. Stretches it out there. It's a touchdown for Hastings, so we score on the opening possession of the second half of the Broncos' lead, 34-22. to Stenhouse's second touchdown here tonight. That's officially from six yards out. Bockle in for the PAT, but a nice drive to open up the second half of action here for Hastings. Here comes the extra point. He is still perfect out there. So Stenhouse gets the touchdown. Bockle gets the PAT. 11 minutes and 41 seconds to play in the third quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 35, Panhandle State 22. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. So Hastings College scores on their first possession of the game. They score on their first possession of the second half. And now Hastings a little breathing room here. 35 to 22 is the score. The season opener for Hastings leading Panhandle State out of Oklahoma. Yeah, kind of a wild game. Again, if you like offense, you're seeing a lot of it. Again, it's been a tale of a couple of quarters. Hastings dominated that first and then kind of a sloppy play in the second quarter. Drew uh, the Aggies back into the game. But a nice opening statement drive there by Hastings College. That was led with uh, six pass plays, three rushing plays. Simonson gets a couple of carries for 13 yards on that drive. But uh, it was a six-yard pass to Stenhouse. And now we've got a line drive kick down along the ground. Bacco, the uh, kicker out of Grand Island Northwest, sends that one down there. That's a Barbarino bringing it back as he angles off on the right side across the 20 out to about the 23-yard line. Brown down there. So now we've got this uh, Panhandle State offense coming back out here. Led by transfer sophomore quarterback Tony Brown. Came in from uh, Army. Did not have a, a real good first half for Panhandle State. Aggie scored just on the big plays. Yeah, he had uh, five of 18 pass and just 60 yards. Scored on uh, a 35-yard pass to Barbarino, but it was uh, 
a couple of long runs for touchdowns. Tony Brown had one of them in the first half. All right, Ryan Scrimmage is at 25. There's a throw over here to Barbarino's off of his pads, and the ball nearly intercepted. They had four wide receivers in that little diamond set off to the right side of the formation. Barbarino was over here to the left side all by himself, and they looked Barbarino's way. That's off of his fingertips, off of his pads, out of bounds, or out of uh, his catching area there, out of his grasp to the turf, and it's an incomplete pass. Second down and 10 yards to go from the 25-yard line. Handoff. Nope, they fake the handoff to Dominguez. Here's the quarterback Jones here. Rather, Brown, he takes off again. Brown across the 35 out to the 39-yard line. Tony Brown fakes the ball up inside to Dominguez. AC's defense went with Dominguez, and Brown just pulls her out and picks up the first down. Up to the 39-yard line. Dominguez now gets the call. Dominguez off of the right side, fights across the 40, out to about the 43-yard line before he is Brown down there by the Hastings College defense. Tackle was made in there by Kendall Oberheide of Hastings. Bronco fans down below is wanting to stop here. Second down and seven yards to go. Dominguez again getting a, a call across the 45 to the 46-yard line. Where he is brought down. Third down now and about five yards to go. A very quick pace offense here for Panhandle State. Not allowing Hastings to do a lot of substituting on defense here tonight. Third down and five yards to go. We're early in the third quarter. Hastings with a lead. 35 to 22 is the score. Brown wants to throw. He's under pressure. Brown falls down and down he goes. He is sacked back here at the 35-yard line. Tayente Kenny is going to be credited with a sack, but that was basically Tony Brown uh, tripping over his own feet there, Jimmy, as he goes down to the turf at the 35-yard line. Yeah, and in there, uh, Robert Hernandez, one of the uh, linemen, defensive linemen, getting in there just to make sure Brown is not going to be able to uh, maintain his balance, bring him down. This defensive front, again, we do coming in, they were a better part of nine deep. They played pretty well here tonight, and uh, they hold the Aggies to be fourth down, and uh, Barberino, and he gets it blocked. They've been close, and now a block. Hastings is going to try to fall on the ball in the end zone. It is still loose. It's still loose. And finally, Barbarino falls on it back here in the end zone. And that's going to be a safety. Hastings had another golden opportunity to fall on the ball, but they get a block. They have been close all night long, Jimmy. Finally, they got to him. The ball was loose. And three or four guys for Hastings had their hands on it. Down inside the five-yard line, but could not come up with it. The guy... Down there was uh, Myers for Hastings, but there's one, two, three, four guys down there are watching the replay. Four guys had a chance to fall on the ball in the end zone. And finally, the punter, Barbarino, comes back to grab it. So it's going to be officially a safety on the Panhandle State. So we got a break with nine minutes and 33 seconds to play in the third quarter. We'll take a break. Hastings 37, the Aggies 22. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the water park Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. 
All right, so Hastings will get uh, that safety back that we gave them in the uh, second quarter. So now it's a 37-22 ball game, and now the Broncos will get the ball following the, the safety. Here comes a Stenhouse bringing the ball back. Stenhouse up to the 44-yard line. So Hastings will have the ball following the, the block punt and safety. Boy, that's uh, two touchdowns we should have had. Well, yeah, you're exactly right. That ball was uh, bouncing around down there in the end zone. I thought the Broncos had a sure six. But, boy, it was like it was a greased-up pig in the end zone there. And uh, the Aggies end up coming up with it. I believe that was Titus Clay on the block. I tried to watch the replay. I think that was five. Got in there and took it basically right off the foot of Barberino. All right, so he sings around the ball following the safety. He sings now with a 15-point lead. Here's a Bell with the ball and a sweep. 45, spins at the 48. He's going to be knocked out of bounds over there at the 48 or 49-yard line. But just joining us, Hastings got off to a great start. In fact, we had a 28-7 lead all the way until about the five-minute mark, the six-minute mark of the second quarter when Panhandle State made a move. It was a 28-22 ball game at halftime, but Hastings has added a touchdown in his safety so far here in the third quarter to get him some breathing room. They've got a 37-22 advantage now. Running play up inside for the Broncos. Going to net about three or four yards. And now Hastings looking at a third down situation. Third down and two. Standing here at the line of scrimmage. Maybe trying to shorten the game just to Scotia. As the Broncos are spending a lot of time at the line of scrimmage. Still got 19 seconds left on the play clock. And now they finally get their play. And they're ready to go. They've got one running back in the backfield with wide receivers all over the place. Or Isaiah Jackson fakes the ball. Jackson wants to run it. Jackson is going to be close to the first down stakes. So Jackson will be close to the first down stakes here. They're going to give him the first down as they move the ball down to the 47-yard line. First down, number 18 on the night for Hastings College. And again, the fake uh, off the right side to Simonson. He carries the fake out very well. And then uh, Jackson just takes it right up right side, picks up about two and a half across midfield down to the uh, 46-yard line. All right, so it's a first and 10 here for Hastings. Jackson going to keep the ball on the ground here. It's a bell. And bell takes the ball down to the the 40-yard line. Mark it at the 41 officially. So a pickup of about five yards on the play, second down and five. Now the Broncos losing, uh, making the... Blocking their advantage using that clock. We're down to seven minutes and 30 seconds to play here in the third quarter. He sings with a 15-point lead here in this one. Wide receivers again, left and right. Jackson wants to throw. Jackson throws it, and it's going to be incomplete down on these shoe tops of uh, Bell. Boy, he was getting a lot of pressure there by uh, Panhandle State. Coming in there was uh, Primes, the outside linebacker. The Darian Primes from Plantersville, Mississippi, applying a lot of pressure there on Isaiah Jackson. Jackson just kind of threw it down on the shoe tops of Bell, incomplete pass. But now it's third down. Third down and five yards to go here for Hastings from the 41-yard line. Jackson looking, wants to throw it. He rolls to his right, unloads. The ball is going to be dropped here. That's going to be uh, laying nicely. Incomplete pass nicely. Was scheduled to wear 87. He's wearing 23 here tonight. Nicely is the 
product out of North Platte St. Pat's, 155-pound junior. So Hastings will have to turn the ball away here. Yeah, pretty good drive there, and then a ball that uh, should have been caught. Uh, Jackson takes his time, goes through his progressions, nobody open, and then uh, nicely at about the 30-yard line, down to his knees. That was a, a good thrown ball. He just simply dropped it. Now uh, Hastings College got a punt, and I believe we've got a timeout, Panhandle State. That was probably fortunate because the snap was high again. And they called the timeout just as the snap was made. So a timeout here. Timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Where they invite you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Featuring NFL and college football. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar. Located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll be back with more after this. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill fair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, the punt by Hastings is going to fall down here inside the uh, 25-yard line. They're going to spot the ball right at the uh, 20-yard line. That's where Panhandle State will take over. Seven minutes and one second to play. We're in the third quarter. Hastings out on top of Panhandle State tonight by the score of 37-22. to And now what do we have here? The snap came back to Tony Brown. It was on the ground, and then Hastings came in and got a chuck on Brown. Fortunately enough, not a penalty flag. A loss of five yards on the play, and it's second down and 15. The snap was low. Brown went down to grab it, and his knee touches the ground, and Hastings got a chuck in there on the, the quarterback. That usually draws a penalty flag, but not in this case. So Brown wants to throw it now. He's going to scamper out of there. He's on the move again. 20, 25, 30. Look out, 35, 40. And he's going to have a first down and more as he brings the ball all the way out to the uh, 41-yard line. Nice scamper there by Tony Brown. Hastings having problems now containing uh, Tony. He's gotten outside a couple of times on the Bronco defense. Well, it's just the line's getting such good penetration. Once he shakes a, a would-be tackler, he's got nobody around there defensively. Hastings hasn't had a number. And now another snap down on the ground. That's going to be a, a, another loss of about five. But we go back to that prior play, the quarterback keeper. Brown's just getting some big chunks of yards with nobody around defensively. That was a 24-yard gain. They got him out around the 40. And now another bad snap. I don't know if I've seen... So many bad snaps in a football game by both teams. Caleb Jennings is now the uh, snapper for a Panhandle State. He's a sophomore out of Bridgeport, Texas. That one is going to be low, about knee high. Jones uh, Brown's got to run out there again. Look out, 40-45. The fall, fumbles the football and is losing. Panhandle State is going to get back on top of it. Back here at the 43-yard line. Well, they're fighting, but I think Panhandle State's going to maintain. Yeah, Derek Smith is the guy at the bottom of the stack there. He's the left tackle. Brown was all the way up here. He got hit at about the 48. The ball squirts loose, and it went back toward the end zone of Panhandle State. Finally, uh, Derek Smith falls on top of it for the Aggies back here at the 43. 
So it's third down. Brown again sprints out right side, throws the ball. It's going to be caught over there. Did he stay in bounds? He did. Nice reception made over there. Uh, big old tight end for uh, Panhandle State. That's Cooper Savage from Enid, Oklahoma. Makes the reception, but he steps out of bounds about a yard shy of a first down. So now it's fourth down and a yard for Panhandle State. They've got the ball on their own 48-yard line. They're going to have to put the thing away. That was a mistake there yeah. by uh, Savage. you got to get deep enough to get that first down. You do. you got to at least make an attempt to uh, stick the He just nonchalantly run out of, ba- out of uh, bounds, not even aware where the stakes were. He could have got that easily. And we're not going to take the uh, head coach to Vegas anytime soon. He's going to punt the football away. Here's a Barbarino. He sends this punt over to the far sideline. He's going to stay in bounds, and it's going to be down at about the 22-yard line. So not a very good kick there. About uh, 28, looks like about 30 yards or so for Barbarino. And Hastings will get the ball back. We're in the third quarter, four minutes and 22 seconds to play. Hastings is out on top here. Tonight over Panhandle State in their season opener. The score is 37-22. to Nebraska winning earlier today. Huskers winning over South Alabama by a score of 35-21. to Huskers will play Colorado next Saturday afternoon, 2.30 out in Boulder. First down and 10 for Hastings. They're going to keep the ball on the ground. This is... It'll be the, uh, let's see, that's going to be Jesse Ulrich now carrying the ball there. The freshman out of board. He gets a couple of yards to about the 17-yard line. So Jesse Ulrich, well, we've got a very young stable of running backs, don't we? Three running backs back there, all uh, freshmen. Then we got the Bell who comes in there from uh, San Diego. There's a uh, running play there by Ulrich as he moves the ball out to the uh, 35-yard line. Bell is a sophomore, so we got three freshmen and a sophomore toting the mail, toting the rock here for the Broncos to start the 2019 season. That's good. We need a lot of running backs. You know how physical this GPAC conference is once we get into conference play. A lot of physicality on the uh, line of scrimmage, so we got to have a lot of backs that are experienced. Here's Ulrich as he uh, spins there at the line of scrimmage and pushes the ball up across the uh, 35 to the 36-yard line. One thing we've seen last year, we've seen Ulrich against Adams Central in a uh, high school game when he was a quarterback at Ord. That's primarily what he did. He didn't throw the football a lot. It was Ulrich right, Ulrich left. He did a tremendous job. Again, he guided his team down to the state finals, losing that game to Aurora. But uh, he's he's a talented individual. So him running, running in the running back position is nothing new for no, him. No, no, he's used to that. Here's uh, Isaiah Jackson. He wanted to throw the football, and he's going to be nailed for a loss here. Back here at about the 34-yard line to bring up a third down and 10. So as good as Hastings was offensively in the, the first quarter, we're kind of sputtering along here. Well, he had a good opening drive, but... Again, it's it's hit and miss. So well, it is a l- little bit of conservative at times, and uh, they've been able to kind of do some things however they want them. Uh, Jackson's had a good night throwing the football. Here's Isaiah. He wants to throw the ball again. Near side, it's caught by Stenhouse. Stenhouse across the 45 to the 48-yard line. He's going to have enough for a first down. So Stenhouse gets the reception. Kiyoti Stenhouse. 
Five foot 11, 180 pounds senior from Pacamaw, California. I'm sure I'm screwing up a lot of those, uh, lot of those towns. You know where Pacamaw, California is at? Uh, no. First down and 10 here. There's a uh, handoff. They're going to keep things on the ground. Orridge across the 50 down to about the 48 yard line. Well, our breakout receivers unofficially with uh, six catches, 88 yards, two touchdowns in his first game as a Bronco. We welcome him aboard. Big shoes to fill with the loss of Jordan Johnson. Second down and six. Hastings with the ball into the 47-yard line of Panhandle State leading in this ball game, 37-22. There's another catch made by Stenhouse, and he's just tripped up at the 25-yard line. Antonio Vaughn just got his little peaky on him to bring him down there at the 25-yard line, or he would have been off to the races. Stenhouse having a whale of a debut here for the Broncos. 110 now on seven catches. First down and 10 yards to go. The ball is at the 25-yard line of Panhandle State here. Under a minute to play in the third quarter. Hastings already leading 37-22. to 22. Inside handoff there. And that's going to pick up a couple of yards. Going to bring up a second down situation. That's Orridge carrying the ball again. So... Basically, we have seen uh, Simonson, Dante Smith, Jesse Orridge, and uh, Brenton Bell carrying the ball here for Hastings in the season opener. Second down, seven yards to go. Hastings with the ball down here at the 22-yard line. Knows how Hastings is taking all the time in the world here in the second half. Milking the clock away. We're down to 20 seconds to go here in the third. Isaiah throwing the ball. It's going to be chipped and incomplete. Benton Bell was the... Brenton Bell, the intended receiver there for Hastings. It goes off of his fingertips to the turf. Now stop the clock with 16 seconds to go. Hastings now looking at third down and seven yards to go. Isaiah Jackson, Mike, unofficially 245 yards and three touchdowns. No interceptions. So I'd say uh, so far, pretty good night for that uh, individual. We'll give him the passing grade. Yeah, third so down, far. Third down and seven for the 22. Panhandle State crowding the line of scrimmage. They're going to be outsides. They were crowding the line of scrimmage, and does somebody move? Yeah, yep. all rich. Number 16, five-yard penalty remains third down. He was in his typical tailback position, and just like Bell did earlier in the game, lost his balance and took a step forward. So a mistake by the freshman, the chant. Jackson comes back and uh, pats him on the head, says, it's all right. It's all right, buddy. We'll get her back. Third down and 12 yards to go. The ball is sitting at the 27-yard line of Panhandle State. 16 seconds to play here in the third. Here's a Jackson throws the ball. That should have been caught. Stenhouse has that one fall out of his meat hooks here, here on the near sideline. And looks like a... Field Long goal. field goal attempt from uh, Bockel. They're going to put this down to the 35-yard line, a 45-yard field goal attempt. Jason so we'll see what kind of range our kicker, Jason Bockel from Grand Island Northwest, has got here. Ball's on the near side hash mark. It's going to be Isaiah Jackson holding. Good snap. Bockel swings the leg, and the field goal is good. Wow. Not by much. No. But we'll take it. A 45-yard field goal by Buckle. Tacks on three more, and the Broncos have hit 40. 
Five seconds to play here in the third quarter. Hastings out on top. It's the Broncos 40 and the Aggies 22. You're listening to Hastings College Football. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College football being brought to you tonight by Five Points Bank of Hastings, by Mary Lanning Healthcare, Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, by Family Medical Center of Hastings, and by the Hastings College Foundation. Broncos had a 28 7 lead in this ball game at one point. And that lead cut down to 28-22 to at halftime. But now Hastings is out on top here in this contest by the score of 40-22. to Five seconds to play in the third quarter here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Where'd the band come from all of a sudden? Somebody woke up the band. Who put a quarter in them? Here comes the end-over-end kick, and it's going to drop it to 22, and it finally goes out of bounds here. Goes out of bounds. So good field position here for Panhandle State. They'll take over with five seconds to play here in the third, trailing by the score of 40 to 22. Take over to the 35-yard line. We got somebody chasing the T around. I got a new, have here? got a new T girl. Got a new T girl. Yeah. All right. So the kickoff goes out of bounds here on the near sideline. Panhandle State will take over at their own 35-yard line for the final five seconds here of the third quarter. Tony Brown comes back out. He's went all the way. Quarterback here for uh, Panhandle City. He's under pressure. He wants to throw the ball. Look out. Backside pressure. Brown gets away. 40, 45, 50, 45. And he puts his shoulder down and dies forward down to the 43-yard line of Hastings College. And that is going to be the end of the third quarter of play. So the Broncos losing containment here on the scrambling quarterback for Panhandle State. Three quarters in the books here tonight. We'll take a break with a score in Hastings 40, Panhandle State 22. You're listening to Bronco Football. We've added more items, more savings, more sales more often to the ShopWheelerDealer.com inventory. In fact, ShopWheelerDealer.com has people who spend all of their time replenishing and expanding the variety and quantity of merchandise. For bonus specials, text WheelerDealer to 90210. Text WheelerDealer to 90210. Or sign up for emails by logging on to ShopWheelerDealer.com. So join in. Log on to ShopWheelerDealer.com. Shop local. Save big. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 
All right, Panhandle State going to keep the ball on the ground. Big, big opening across the 35 to the 30, and he falls forward to the 27-yard line. That was Martinez carrying the ball there for a Panhandle State. 40-22 to 22 is the score as we start the fourth quarter of play. Hastings with a lead, trying to win their season opener. There's a handoff again to Martinez, and this time he runs right into Cayente Kinney. No gain in the play, second down and 10. Mike, some third quarter stats brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. Real quickly here for the Aggies, 6 of 20 passing by Tony Brown through three quarters, 67 yards, 30 carries, 219 on the ground for the Aggies, 286, and we'll get to Broncos right after this play. Here's Brown. He slips away from one guy. He throws the ball in the end zone. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted, coming back down the near sideline, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He is crushed at the 32-yard line. A pick for Hastings. That's Jones with a pick. Boy, he runs right into big number 64, wow. Derek Smith. That was a that was a collision here on the near sideline. Tell you what, he had visions of a, a big-time pick six until he got up here to about the 32-yard line. We'll see this on replay. A great run back. Look, at there's a great big block down, two big blocks, and then he runs right into that uh, big lineman. Ain't sure he knows where he's at for sure. Hastings College. In that uh, through three quarters, we'll get to their numbers real quick here. Uh, Isaiah Jackson, 17 of 34, passing 245, three touchdowns on the night. We have some penalty flags here. We'll get to that here in a minute. The Broncos with 142 on the ground, so 387 on 36 carries, 60, excuse me, 70 plays in that uh, through three quarters so far. 21 first downs for Hastings leading the way. After the interception, first of all, 15 on Hastings, a blindside block. That field will be half the distance to the goal. It'll be first and 10 for Hastings. All right, so. All right, so anyway, yeah, I've seen a couple of big shots, and they're dealing with that individual down here at about the 11-yard line. A couple other numbers here, Mike. Uh, Brett Simonson in his debut as a Bronco, nine carries, 40 yards. Jesse Ulrich has nine carries and 43 yards, so pretty good uh, output by those two freshmen. Receiving numbers uh, are uh, new uh, receiver back there. In uh, Kiote Stenhouse, he's got a big night, seven catches, 110 yards, and two touchdowns. And uh, Anthony Martinez with uh, five catches and 67 yards. Looks like they're going to get uh, get him up. That's uh, they're all. That's their bus driver. That's their bus driver. That's uh, Barbarino. All right, so they're tending to him down here at the 10-yard line. A lot of people around that individual. Again, there's a penalty on Hastings, so instead of having the ball out here at the uh, 30-yard line, they're going to bring it back here to about the 14-yard line. So he gets up. That is going to be a Barbarinos. He's going to come off of the field. That, that's not good news for Panhandle State because he's not only their punter, he's also their, their wide receiver. He's done a lot of things. Right here, you're going to see it on replay. Big shot on the Barbarino, right where he goes Wait. down trying to get a number. He's not in a position where you can see his number. But no, that was on the return of the uh, interception by he, Jones. Again, they're going to call that. It wasn't in the back or anything. He hits him right square up in the shoulder pads. Didn't hit him with a helmet. I mean, watch this. That was just a. That was a good block. That was just a good block. I don't know. I. 
again, you hear announcers and different things on, on different broadcasts, and a lot of them don't like that. He was watching the uh, return man and didn't see the blocker coming over, and he just cleaned his clock. But anyway, Broncos will take over. They'll have the football at the 14-yard line. So he sees comes up with a uh, turnover here in the fourth quarter, already leading by the score of 40-22 to 22 here in this ball game. Isaiah Jackson fakes the ball to Bell. Now they fumble the football, but we've got – Boy, that was called a, him down. That was a, that was a quick whistle too. They say he was down when the ball came loose. We're watching that uh, in the replay booth as well here. As uh, looks like that's gonna be all right. It looks like it's gonna be all right. Obviously, got some new uh, yeah, some new some technicians new on on the camera crew <laughs> new, here. New camera crew because they're all over. I think they just fell down. <laughs> they're making me dizzy. Yeah. 13 minutes and some change left here in this uh, fourth quarter. Hastings out on top by a score of 40-22 to 22 here in the ballgame. Isaiah Jackson going to try it again. Stanhouse is out there, and he can't make the catch at the 50-yard line. Can't make the catch at the uh, 50. So they're still taking shots offensively yeah, here. Yeah. Well, we know who our home run ball is. Uh is going to be going to. I know I tried not to watch that up. My peripheral vision, I about fell over in my chair. That camera is going everywhere. Now they've got it uh, at least on the quarterback and Isaiah Jackson. Well, I, I don't know if it fell off of the tripod or what, but uh, who's doing the filming crew tonight? I don't know, but it, it made me dizzy. All right, so it's third down and nine yards to go. He sings to the ball at their own 14-yard line here. I'd like to get a couple of first downs at least. They swing it out here. It's going to be caught. Jesse Aldridge has got it, and he gets it to the 15, and he's going to be thrown down. That's going to result in a personal foul. Yep. This is not It's not Monday Night Raw, which is what it looked like with a body slam. That was a... It's one way to get a first down, I guess. Yep, I guess so. Officials will meet over there, but this is going to be a penalty on the Panhandle State. I remember he served me correctly last year where we went down there. Didn't things get a little chipper at the they end did. of the ball game? Yep, they did because uh, Panhandle State had dominated the football game up until the storm. And then when we came back, Hastings kind of chipped away at the uh, at the score and ended up going ahead. Unnecessary roughness defense number 26. That pins are 15 yards and an automatic first down. And Hastings was able to get back in the ball game and then yeah, it got really chippy and the coaches were trying to do all they could. The officials were doing all they could to keep a uh, you know, the two teams from really getting into it uh, a lot more than what they did. We were just looking for the uh, easiest way out of town. I remember that. <laughs> at, uh, I don't believe we've stayed any longer at a facility in our broadcasting career together. And we were looking for a quick exit. 13 minutes to play here in this one. Hastings leading by a score of 40-22. to 22. And now we're going to have another penalty flag. That's going to go on Ulrich again. I think he started a little bit early. We'll start offense number 16. Five-yard penalty, remains first down. Well, in high school, he was always uh, starting to play himself. He, he didn't have to wait for anybody else. He knew the, the count and everything. He knew the cadence. And now as a running back, he's he's got to wait for what Isaiah has got done out there. He, so. He's antsy. A little bit of a learning curve here, but after four weeks in camp, you got to have this down. Yeah, well, they pull him out. They bring Simonson back in. What well, couple of talented freshmen I I almost want to shut that off. They've got that thing, that camera going again. Now we're we're checking out a we're checking out the turf close up on the uh, field turf. All right, here's a handoff to uh, Simonson, the 
The Sutton running back, and he brings it across the 30 out to the 32. Did I see another penalty flag go down? Uh, I thought somebody got a hand up around the helmet of uh, Brett Simonson, but no penalty flag. Picks up about six yards on that carry. Simonson now with 10 carries and uh, 46 yards. So he he's now looking at second down and nine yards to go. Broncos have a 40-22 to 22 lead here. He thinks we'll have a bye week next week, so we play one game, and it will take a week off. Under 12 minutes to play as they snap the ball. Simonson angles to the short side of the field, and now we're going to have a penalty flag down as uh, Simonson goes down at the 34-yard line. Probably in the area of a holding on Hastings. On a running play, here comes the indication. Holding, offense number 74. 10-yard penalty, replay second down. That's John Satterley, one of the uh, returners from a season ago. Satterley, the right tackle, senior out of Burlington, Colorado. So Hastings at one point had a 28-7 lead here in this ballgame. Van Handel State closed within six at halftime, 28-22. But they have been outscored 12 to nothing. Here in the second half, and the Broncos have a 40-22 lead over Panhandle State here in their season opener for 2019. Here's a running play to Bell, getting outside. Bell, 25 to the 30, to the 31-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Panhandle State. Making the stop there is going to be Raymir Johnson. A freshman out of Marietta, Georgia. Hey, what? All three of our uh, young running backs, they bring a, a little bit of different running style to the table. Allrich is more the physical type. Bella, a slasher. He, he's a quick little body out there. Third down and 11 yards to go. From the 30-yard line, Isaiah Jackson throws the ball. It's going to be caught, and then it's going to yeah, it's going to be a catch here. Stenhouse hangs on to it at the 39-yard line. That was a pickup of nine yards on the play. Actually, eight yards, and now it's fourth down and two. I'll see what Tony wants to do here with 10 minutes and 40 seconds to play. He's going to send out the uh, punt team. So fourth down and two. He sings will punt with a... Uh, 18-point lead now at 40-22. to 22. Well, hold your breath on this. The uh, long snapper has had a, uh, a tough time. That's Hagen Tucker. Well, hopefully he can get it delivered right back uh, perfectly here to our uh, our freshman Husky punter. He does, and he gets that one away. Right, he gets away a pretty good kick, too. And remember, we got a new return man back there. It's Barbarino was uh, injured on the play, but he, he makes the catch back there. That was Malik Brown. Malik Brown from Miami, Florida, went to Booker T. Washington High School there in Miami, Florida, makes the reception and falls to the seat of his pants, and that's where Panhandle State will start first down and 10 yards to go. Ten minutes and eight seconds to play here in the fourth quarter after the ball game tonight. Complete post-game coverage on 1230 KHS, player of the game. We'll have the coach up for some post-game comments, and then we'll wrap things up with the fifth quarter. As we recap all the scores from across the Great Plains Athletic Conference tonight and across the nation and major college football, I will tell you there was one game this afternoon in the G-Pack. Morningside beat St. Francis of Illinois by a score of 80 to nothing. I was a bit concerned when you said St. Francis because I was thinking that was St. Francis of Indiana, which has been a predominant force in the uh, 
in the NAI, but uh, St. Francis of Illinois. So good to see Steve Ryan's got him a, another solid team, the defending national champions. Second down, nine yards to go. There's a pass that's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it over there to uh, Chris Daly. That one was uh, delivered high from Tony Browns. And now it's a third down situation. Yeah, does Morningside ever have like a rebuilding year? <laughs> oh, I tell you. Hey, it's... Uh... They've been the monsters of the old midway, so to speak. Yep, yep. When we started this deal, it was a coup. Yep. Sioux Falls, and they passed the baton to Morningside, and they've kept her ever since. I wouldn't mind them passing the baton again. Yeah. Third down and nine yards to go. Here's another scramble, and he gets outside. Brown has got the ball, and Brown is going to have the first down as he brings it out across the 40 to the 41 or 42-yard line. Well... I'm sure when Tony looks back, a scrambling type of quarterback, we're having problems with here, and we're going to see a bunch of these type of guys throughout the year. That's something we're going to have to to work out. They about all have them. There's no uh, there's no drop back passers in the G pack. I can Here's, tell you that. Uh, Brown again. He wants to rush the football. This time he's going to be upended at the the 40 yard line. So a little Vinny game there, second down and 10 yards to go. We're down to 849 to play here in the fourth quarter. Hastings leading by the score of 40 to 22. Tell you what, when I think when they watch the game film, they're going to see a lot of things that they like. They'll obviously see a lot of things they don't like, but with a bye week, they can get the bumps and bruises taken care of. I don't think any major injuries here so far tonight. Here's a Dominguez carrying the ball. He's got a hole. Across the 45 of Hastings down to about the 41 or 42 as he goes stumbling down. George Dominguez running the football there. The junior running back out of Turpin, Oklahoma. Another first and 10 here for Panhandle State. As we near eight minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. It's a 40 to 22 ball game. Hastings is out on top. Brown hands the ball away again. To Dominguez. Somebody's holding on to his jersey as he goes down here for a one-yard loss. General Oberheide was the guy who was hanging on to the jersey. That number 15, a big old Abdul Mare, just doesn't look right, does it? No, no he hasn't ripped his shirt yet. Here's a pass out here to uh, Daly. Daly catches it, and he gets away down the sideline, 30, 25, down to the 20, and he's brought down finally. Down here at the 19-yard line, tackle is made downfield by Robert Hernandez for Hastings. Also, uh, Michael Draley down there in coverage for the Bronco defense. But that's going to be another first down for Panhandle State. We may want to work on tackling drills in this bye week. Seven and a half minutes to go. Here's an inside handoff there. That's going to go to Daniel, uh, Danny Valverde, who sees his first playing time. Valverde is the guy we expected to see a lot of here tonight. He was the returner from a season ago. That's the first carry of the night for Danny Valverde. Second down and six yards to go. The ball is down here at the 21-yard line of Hastings. They swing the ball out here again. It's going to be grabbed, and uh, it's going to be uh, brought down immediately. The ball comes loose, but they say he was uh, down. That's Chris Daly on the reception. The ball came loose. Hastings came up with it. Heading back the other way for the Broncos was Chris Rodriguez, but the officials say no, he was down. And immediately marks the ball ready for play down here at the 21-yard line of Hastings. Third down and six yards to go. Broncos leading in this ball game by a score of 40-22. to 22. Now Tony comes down and he wants to call a timeout. Wants to talk things over with his Bronco defense. 
This timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park in Hastings. 6.36 to play in the game. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 40 and Panhandle State 22. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Hi, Hastings again. We'll be off next week. And then we welcome in the Jimmies from the University of Jamestown. That'll be on September 14th. That'll be an afternoon game, 1 o'clock starting time here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Third down and six yards to go from the 21-yard line. Of Hastings. Panhandle State not rolling over here. Looking to get back into the ball game, trailing by 18 points here in the fourth quarter. Here's Brown with the ball. Brown again is going to try to run it. This time the Broncos are out there as he takes it to the short side of the field and he is upended at the 20-yard line. He falls forward to about the 19. And now fourth down at about four and a half yards to go for Panhandle State. And when you're down by 18 points in the fourth quarter, you go for it here. So the Broncos trying to come up with a big defensive play. Fourth down, about five yards to go. The ball just across the 20-yard line of Hastings. One back in the backfield along with uh, Tony Brown, the quarterback. They swing the ball out here. The ball is going to be tipped, and it's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it down to Valverde coming out of the backfield. Broncos got a hand on it in there. That was big old Paxton Terry that got his uh, meat hook in there and Got a little piece of the ball there, and it falls incomplete, and the Broncos will have the ball back, and they should be able to wrap up the win here tonight. Yeah, 5.57 left to go in the ball game, and an 18-point lead here for Hastings. Again, a lot of things to work on. There's been some sloppy tackling at times, mistakes, penalties, long snapper probably probably ought to just continue snapping the football in his dorm room tonight. But a lot of a lot of good things though as the Broncos trot back out on the field and try to just take this uh, 557 off the clock and get out of here with a win. All right, it's going to be Isaiah Jackson as he stays out there. The second string quarterback is Griffin Roberts, who played uh, a lot last year, especially early in the season. Then he got injured, gave away to Isaiah Jackson, and Griffin Roberts hasn't seen the field since. They hand the ball away to uh, Simonson, and Simonson is going to have the first down and more as he brings it out here to the 35-yard line. First and 10 for Hastings. Stays inbounds. That means the clock will continue to run. So we'll get to see the Jimmies in a couple of weeks. You know, you know, good thing about that? That's another trip that we don't have to make. <laughs> That's exactly right. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if we'd have had to travel down and play Panhandle State again and then turn around in two weeks and go to Jamestown, Jamestown. North Dakota? Nine hours one way, nine hours the other. There's a run down the far sideline. He nearly broke down with it. He steps out of bounds. That says Simonson again carrying the ball. Yeah, the scheduled gods were uh, <laughs> shining the light on us, weren't they? Oh, my. That would not have been good. We don't go on the road until, uh, let's see, we play don't. Jamestown. Then we play, yep, we play 
Concordia. Like I said, four, four out of the first five and, weeks and we're then, home. And then, yeah, we travel to Crete, which is uh, Down just, the road. A, just a, a five iron. Well, for you, it might be a five <laughs> iron. For me, I'm looking for my driver at any chance I get a chance to swing it. There's a handoff again to uh, Simonson, and this time he's going to be stacked up right at the line of scrimmage. Simonson stacked up on the play there by Diamante Pounds. He's there. All-American linebacker. have not called his name a whole lot tonight, so the Broncos have done a, a good job on him. He had 61 tackles a season ago with 10 sacks. No gain in that last play, second down and 10, but clock is ticking away. Four minutes and 16 seconds to go. Tell you what, Simonson, he's nearing 100 yards his football game. 12 carries, 73 yards. He's had a couple of carries here late, 15 and 12 yards. Like what I see out of this freshman from Sutton. He gets another carry inside handoff here across the 45 to 50 inside Panhandle State's territory to the 49-48 yard line. He's used to picking up those tough yards inside there. Steve Raymer, he he groomed him well. So one thing about it, if you're going to play football for Sutton and Steve Raymer, you're going to learn how to take a beating. They play very physical football, and uh, Simonson was was a big part of that for, for several years over there, and just glad to glad to get him here on uh, the Hastings College campus. Yeah, good to see him in crimson. He looked yeah. good in crimson, he too. He looks good. All right, down to three and a half minutes to go. And here's a handoff to Bell. And this time he's going to be thrown down on the turf. That's going to be a, a huge loss. Busting through there is uh, the Darian Primes. Primes are linebacker over here on the right side. 5 foot 11, 230-pound senior. He was a big part of their defense a season ago as well. He had 40 tackles and three and a half sacks. So between primes and uh, pounds, they've had a lot of stops for the Aggies a season ago. Well, just get the snap back here. Yeah, it's Long, Hagen Tucker. Fourth good, down in 14. Good snap. Good kick. Good kick. And a Fair catch is called for and made down here inside the 15-yard line. These guys uh, play in the Sooner Athletic Conference down there, Panhandle State. They finished 6-5 a season ago. You see they're picked to finish in a tie for third place in the conference this year. So we wish them the uh, best of luck. We will not play these guys next year. That's fine, because you know what that would have meant. Yeah, that would have probably been our turn. We'd have did a home away, home away. We'd have been on the road again Yeah, Willie Nelson. This was a uh, two-year contract, so he seems to now play uh, Panhandle State next year. Bronco's going to get a big sack here off of the corner, though. Coming in and getting a sack for Hastings was uh, a man, Keote, Keote Kenny. We've got a Keote Kenny. And then we've got, on the other side, is our wide receiver. And he's got Keote. Keote Kante. Yeah. We'll, it could be worse. We'll, we'll mess that up throughout the year. This won't be the first time that we stumble over those two guys. There's uh, Brown again. He wants to run with the football, and he's going to be brought down. Easy now. That was our uh, our big boy up front, number 15. Abdul Mare. Yeah, jumping around. He'll tear that shirt up. <laughs> They're going to have to stitch another about six inches on that because he's. it's amazing how he's made it through without it ripped off. I want to see how he's going to get that baby off. That he sweated through a football game. 
That's going to be about a chore and a half to get that baby. Four or five guys grab hold. <laughs> yeah, number 15 just doesn't look right up there on the defensive line. Here's uh, Jones with a brother. Brown with the ball again. And Brown just kind of tosses out here. It's going to be caught. He was uh, going to be brought down, but at the last second, he just kind of tosses the ball out there, and it's going to be caught, and he's going to be run out of bounds over there. That was Mari again. Got his hands on him, bringing him down, and somehow he got that off. Cooper Savage. And they picked up nearly enough for the first down. Now uh, All right. Tony Brown's got to come out for one play. Yeah. Did his helmet come off? Yep. Over there, he was. Uh, so who's going to come in here? Their backup, they got D.J. Scott listed. That's him. D.J. Scott is uh, coming out to take a snap here for Panhandle State. His first snap of the ball game. He grabs it. He wants to throw it as he throws it out here, and it's going to be incomplete. Intended receiver was Jake Martinez. And now he's going to bring up a second and ten situation. Hastings is out on top of this one about a score of 40 to 22. We have shut out Panhandle State here in the second half. Hastings had a 28 to 22 lead at halftime. So Scott's going to stay in the ball game. He is a senior out of Waco, Texas. And he fumbles his snap, and he falls on top of it back here inside the 20-yard line. Down to a minute to play. Bronco defense looking for a little satisfaction here as they ask the crowd to come to their feet. Tell you what, a big crowd on hand here tonight. There was a long, long line waiting at the gates to get into this baby. I like these night games. I like these night games. This probably won't be the end of it here. Here's uh, Scott. He wants to throw it. He's going to be sacked again. Oberheide is yep. in the area. Oberheide yep. is in there. A couple other guys, too. Kendall Oberheide was the first to get there. So the Bronco defense, despite giving up 22 points, has played uh, pretty well here in this one tonight. Yeah, they really have. Good to see Oberheide in there. The senior, he's fought for four years for this uh, defense. He's had a great career for Hastings College. He's probably pretty happy. His Patriots won last night, knocked off the preseason number one Aurora Huskies. We had a good night. We had a good weekend. I tell you what, we're off to a roaring start. People are going to want us to come broadcast a game. We've we've had some tough years. <laughs> tough we, can't, we, can't, we were talking last night. We we went for a few weeks before we got a victory. They're just going to let the time tick down, and we have reached the end of the ball game. Hastings is going to win it tonight over Panhandle State, forty to twenty-two. As we shut out Panhandle State in the second half, twelve to nothing. Hastings will go to 1-0 and on the season. And again, we will not play next Saturday. Hastings will return to action two weeks from today as they play host to the Jimmies from the University of Jamestown. That'll be a 1 o'clock start here at Lloyd Wilson Field. We'll be on the air with a pregame show at 12 o'clock noon here on 1230 KHAS. Hastings wins it, the season opener for 2019, 40-22. Back with the final numbers after this. Mary Lanning's been a very successful hospital in the area, a longstanding service to the community for over 100 years now. One of the important things that set Mary Lanning apart is its focus on safety 
and service to the community. My family grew up in this area. My parents both went to Hastings High School and my grandparents lived in the town. So I think it's, it's part of the culture here in the Midwest. So I think it just is carrying over from the culture in this area to being practiced through the hospital. I liked the idea of coming to a smaller community and providing the service that a neurosurgeon can provide. It means that the patients have the confidence that they can get high-level treatment at their local hospital. My name is Dr. Scott Bell. I'm a neurosurgeon at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field, Hastings College, wrapping up a win here tonight over Panhandle State of Oklahoma by the score of 40-22. to 22. As Hastings College uh, puts it together, the best part of uh, winning here is a uh, Bronco tradition. They get to sing to the crowd here before we get out of here. Before the end of the season, Jimmy, we're going to find out uh, the words of the song. Well, I don't know if you've seen the video. i seen him. Uh, somebody had a video on how the team in preseason preparation, that's one of the, the things they do. They go into one of the theaters, and they've got uh, the music director and everyone. They joke around a little bit, but they actually do this, and they got the whole team in the theater seats, and they're, uh, they work on that, and you learn it. Or you probably don't play. You probably don't play. So it was a. It's quite a process to get these kids to uh, to learn that. And uh, Mare, he was over here, and he's a tight jersey. He was just belting out the tunes. He's got her going on. I tell you what, happy night here in Hastings. He probably sings karaoke. <laughs> anyway, Hastings. He uh, Hastings wins it forty to twenty-two here in tonight. Hastings got off to a good start, both offensively and defensively. Hastings uh, defense. Held uh, Panhandle State three plays in out on their opening possession. The Bronco offense, they got cranked up six plays, 64 yards. They get a nine-yard touchdown from Brent Simonson. Seven to nothing, Hastings had to lead. Again, uh, Panhandle State goes three plays in out. Hastings got the ball back. This time, two plays, 48 yards. Isaiah Jackson throws a 45-yard touchdown to Kioti uh, Stenhouse. To make it a 14 to nothing ball game. Then the Panhandle State on their next possession. They got loose on a 47 yard touchdown run by their quarterback, Tony Brown, to make it a 14 to 7 ball game. Hastings then uh, recovered a fumble out of short field, six plays, 39 yards. They get a six yard run from Brendan Bell to make it a 21 to 7 ball game. Hastings with 10 minutes to play. In the uh, second quarter, had the ball down at the two-yard line of Panhandle State and uh, came away with no points as they uh, miss on a uh, short field goal attempt. Hastings then uh, later on in the quarter with 5.35 to play in the second, getting a 17-yard touchdown pass from Jackson to 
Martinez to make it a 28-7 ball game. Uh, George Dominguez got loose uh, the next play later for Panhandle State. He goes 67 yards for the score. It was 28-13 in favor of Hastings. Hastings then uh, fumbled the football, recovered by Panhandle State, and they got a uh, touchdown pass of 35 yards from Brown to Seth Barbarino to make it a 28-20 ball game. Broncos backed up right before halftime, had a snap go through the punter's hands, in and out of the end zone for a safety. 28-22 was our score at halftime, and things were a little limpy there at halftime, but the Broncos came back in the second half. They get a, uh, a touchdown from uh, Jackson to uh, Stenhouse. That one covers six yards to make it 35-22. to They didn't uh, block a punt that they should have recovered in the end zone for a touchdown. They got a safety instead to make it 37-22. to Jason Bockel uh, adds the uh, final score, five seconds to play in the third quarter on a 45-yard field goal, 40-22. to The Broncos win it here tonight to pick up their first win of the 2019 season. Your stats brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. Just handed the uh, official end-of-game stats from this uh, victory for Hastings College. We'll brush through a few of them here and uh, wait for the victorious head coach, Tony Harper, up here in the booth. Looking at first downs tonight, uh, the opposition will look at the Panhandle State first. They uh, were able to put up 17 first downs. They rushed the football 43 times for 237 yards. Passing yards tonight, it was primarily Tony Brown all the way. His numbers, 11 of 29, one touchdown, 108 yards. So total offense with uh, 72 plays for the Aggies at 345 yards. We look on down to some other numbers. Kickoff returns, six returns for 75 yards. They had two fumbles. They lost one. The penalties on the night, five penalties for 53 yards in the time of possession for the Aggies, 18-03. Some individual, individual leaders, Tony Brown had 21 carries for 155 yards and a touchdown. His longest carry, 47 yards. That was a touchdown run when he got loose up the middle. George Dominguez with eight carries, 102 yards and a touchdown as well. Receiving leaders for the Aggies, Chris Daly, three receptions, 27 yards. Cooper Savage with three receptions and 16 yards. And Seth Barbarino, one reception, that being a touchdown of 35 yards. Barbarino, by the way, the punter was uh, knocked out of the game. Hopefully he'll be okay. Had eight punts for an average of just 29 yards. Their leading tackler tonight, not a surprise here, Diamante Pounds ends up with eight total tackles for the Aggies. For Hastings College in the game, the Broncos with 28 first downs. They rushed it 46 times for 171 yards. Isaiah Jackson's passing numbers, 19 of 37. No interceptions, three touchdowns, and 250 yards. So the total Bronco offense, 83 plays for 421 yards. A few other numbers down here. The uh, Broncos with six punts for an average of 31.3. They were penalized eight times for 70 yards, and they won the time of possession battle at 25-12. Individual leaders, the uh, Mustang out of Sutton, Brett Simonson, the freshman, his first career start, 16 carries, 74 yards, and a touchdown. Jesse Ulrich from Ord, the uh, 
the champ, the freshman as well, seven carries and 49 yards. And Brenton Bell, the sophomore, nine carries, 39 yards. Pretty good output for uh, our youngsters in the uh, running back position. Receiving leaders tonight, Coyote Stenhouse. What a breakout game he had. Nine receptions, 129 yards, and two touchdowns for Stenhouse. Martinez with three receptions and 47 yards and a touchdown as well. Riley Ostendorf, three catches, 28 yards, and Brenton Bell with a couple of catches and 32 yards. Ryan Hunter, our punter, with uh, six punts, averaging 31.3. Defensive leaders tonight, Tyler Kennedy with eight total tackles. Abdul Mari, our big guy, seven total tackles. Josh Stanzel with five, and Keante Kenny with five as well, but uh, the Broncos with 421 yards on 83 offensive plays. Like what I've seen, there was a few uh, few mistakes out there. I'm sure they'll work on correcting them, but uh, a big win here in uh, game number one for Hastings College. Broncos win it by a score of 40-22 to at the player of the game coming up next in the coaches' post-game show. You're listening to Bronco Football. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank, with three locations in Hastings. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. And by the Hastings College Foundation. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. Our Hastings College football coverage continues with the player of the game. Now back to the field to hear our candidates. All right, Hastings College wins it here tonight, 40-22 to over Panhandle State. Candidates for the player of the game here tonight, obviously the uh, rushing attack, Breck Simonson uh, for Hastings, 16 carries and 74 yards and a touchdown. KOT Stenhouse had nine receptions, 129 yards for Hastings tonight. And then uh, throwing the ball, our quarterback, uh, Isaiah Jackson, 19 out of 37, as he uh, chucked it around for 250 yards tonight. Defensively, Tyler Kennedy, Abdul Mare, and uh, Josh Stanzel at the top of the uh, tackle charts for the Hastings defense. We'll come back and name our players of the game right after this. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. All right, our players of the game tonight for Hastings on offense, Keote Stenhouse. He had nine receptions, 129 yards, and a couple of touchdowns for Hastings. And defensively for the Broncos, at the top of the uh, tackle charts was Tyler Kennedy. He had eight total tackles 
here tonight. So Tyler Kennedy and Coyote Stenhouse are players of the game tonight as Hastings beats Oklahoma Panhandle State by 18, the final score of 40 to 22. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. You've been listening to the player of the game. Hastings College Football continues with the coaches' post-game show. Hastings' link to Bronco Sports is KHAS Radio. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. It's time for the Coach's Post Game Show on KHAS Radio. Now back to the booth with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, Hastings wins it here tonight over Panhandle State. The score is 40-22 to 22 as uh, the smiling Tony Harper has made his way into the uh, broadcast booth. And, Coach, congratulations. It's always nice to get the first one. Yeah, it was. I thought the kids played really hard. There's a lot of things we can work on. But, uh, you know, uh, we've been in camp for a long time, so, you know, this one did feel pretty good. Start of the ball game uh, could not be any better for you guys. Your defense goes uh, three plays and out. Your offense uh, scores the first two times you catch the ball or got the ball. Talk about the start of the ball game. Well, I thought we came out pretty hot, you know, and, and that's something that we haven't been able to do the last couple of years. I mean, you've been doing this for a long time, and we've we've started somewhat slow. When we did start fast, then what happened tonight usually happens. You know, we kind of hit that low and gave up some big plays, but I think that showed that the guys were focused. I mean, they've been in camp for a shoot four weeks or something like that and that's a long time plus classes going on so I thought they responded pretty well and started off good I thought for what you had to work with coming in with a new coaching staff for the Aggies not knowing the the uncertainties well you made some adjustments quickly and really shut them down offensively in that first part of the game well I think I mean it was twofold I think uh, they were trying to get a feel for their guys just like we were trying to get a feel for them and uh, we were able to do some things for about a quarter uh, maybe a little back quarter and a half, but uh, they started figuring us out when we were sending our D-line inside and bringing some pressure off the edge. They went to the edge a little bit wider and hit us with some quarterback runs. Um, but uh, we really didn't know what we were going to see at all, so we were playing a lot of base. Yeah, that's one thing. We're, we're going to see some scrambling-type quarterbacks, and, and this guy, it seems like the game wore on. We had trouble really containing the quarterback. Well, you know, they started pulling some guys. They started running some stuff that we call cage, running some stuff uh, where they pull guards out to the outside, and we weren't getting underneath. You know, when you add that ride option to it, you know, they bring that fly in motion, and it's an outside run by the running back or an inside run with the quarterback, and they're always folding that guard up inside to, to kick us. We weren't fitting it right, and, and there was a couple times that we didn't, immediate see that and get downhill from an inside linebacker standpoint there was times our d-line was too far upfield and he cut it right underneath us so defensively in a, in a run game and i don't know what stats are i'm sure you're going to tell me here in a little bit uh which they weren't good but i we got a lot of things that we can work on with that because you're right everybody in our conference is going to run the football they got an athletic quarterback defensively your line you're, you're pretty deep in their d-line but they were on such a quick pace uh offense it was hard to get substitutions and there was a d-line starting to get winded the guys that were out there a little bit you know a little bit uh 
Um, but I think Coach Valentine does a really good job of when he, when they get ready to snap the football, the ball is snapped here. He tells these two guys, for example, you're going next play. It doesn't matter what happens. As soon as that ball gets spot and whistles gets blown, those guys are running in and running off. So, you know, I think we wore them down a little bit, uh, but we got to be in better condition. Coach, talk about uh, some of the youngsters that we got out there. You've been telling me for four weeks now you got a lot of young pups out there tonight. A lot of young pumps uh, grew up like that for you. Yeah, they, uh, they, they you know, they, uh, they had to because we're going to lean on them a lot. And you haven't even seen half of them. I mean, we still got some other guys that we just didn't want to put them in that situation tonight. We weren't ready, and they weren't ready. So we got to continue to improve those guys. But, I mean, you go to start in the backfield, you look at Brett Simonson. I mean, he's what we thought he could be. Um, we just got to keep working and getting better. Brent Bell, who's just a sophomore, I thought he did some good things. Jesse Ulrich was playing quarterback two goddamn <laughs> games days ago so you know you got those guys um anthony martinez and taylor the older guys on the edge along with riley um but you look in the secondary we started a freshman at corner um started another guy who hasn't played in, in draley and i thought those guys did okay talk uh, about isaiah in the uh, football game boy i tell you what very poised come out through some beautiful balls dropped him right over top of the secondary this one over here to uh to uh stenhouse was mm-hmm. just a beautiful pass at 45 yarder i think you know i, I want to first say something about the protection because he had decent protection throughout the night and and we got to continue to improve on that um but i thought our offensive line did a good job with that but yeah zay's pretty calm he's pretty cool you know he's not really a riverboat gambler you know he's going to take what you get you there's a couple times that we made some poor decisions in a certain situation and we shouldn't have thrown the ball it was that rpo stuff and and coach had talked to him and he fixed it the next time so um but uh you know again it was nice coming into a season the first game of the year against a very good football team and saying okay start a camp isaiah jackson's our starting quarterback that just calmed us down a little bit so he sings uh, wins it here tonight over panhandle state 40 to 22 we'll get some more from the coach you're listening to bronco football five points bank is strongly committed to investing in our community this is what locally owned locally managed banks do and do well we are proud to be a leading supporter of the united way's annual campaign Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned. Locally managed. The Better Bank. All right, Hastings College uh, wins it here tonight, 40-22 to over Panhandle State of Oklahoma. You're kind of talking about uh, the youngsters I really like the guy you got on the edge and the uh, the Stenhouse guy. Yeah, he's uh, now he's not a youngster. Now he's been here for a while. We just you know he finally got got right and he's done some good things uh, in the classroom and stuff like that. But Tay has worked extremely hard. I mean I, I can't say enough. I love the kid to death. You know I mean he's been here for three years and he's been through some trials and tribulations and and I think it's always great to see a young man get his head on straight, figure it out, get an opportunity uh, to come out, and get this degree and play football. And, and he's pretty special, but we got to keep him calm because I mean I get in the office fairly early and I only beat him in here for by about forty five minutes i'm like tell you, you need to go home and sleep now all right <laughs> talk a little bit about special teams uh mike and you talk about that a lot it's usually a, a big part of a game and uh on uh, one side of things you got uh, the kid uh, the Bacco kid from northwest good to see him here his brother here was a few years ago i thought he did a good job kicking and then uh, the freshman out of aurora your punter uh when he did get the football mm-hmm. made some pretty good kicks well we're talking about young guys you're talking about two true freshmen yeah. and i mean to come out jason had one one bad 
uh, when he squibbed it down, he just wanted to place it. I know he put one out of bounds as well, but I mean, he nailed, uh, you know, my math ain't no good. So I don't know how far away that field goal was 45, 45. I mean, he made it, he made it by 45 and a quarter, I think, but he made it. And, uh, so he, I think he, he's going to only get better. Ryan, I mean, he has struggled the entire camp. I'm not lying to you. Ryan Hunter has struggled the entire camp on the football. He comes out today. Boom, 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 boom. I thought he had some big kicks. That last punt he had was huge. Uh, but you're exactly right. Special teams. We busted way too many stuff. We got to work on our snaps. Um, we got to work on our field gold, uh, PAT protection. They came through on both wings. They didn't get it, but they could have, um, another team is going to see that on film and we got to get that fixed up as well. I thought our kickoff cover was, was okay. I thought it was pretty good. It helps when you can put that ball that deep and in the corner like that. I think our KOR, you know, with these new rules, I think it's getting a little bit better as well. As many good things as we saw out there, there's obviously things that we got to fix and we'll do that here in the next couple of weeks. We had a chance to really, uh, put this ball game away. We had a, a series down here when you got the ball at the, the two-yard line, and uh, things just kind of backfired and kind of backed up on us. So let's kind of talk about that, that whole series of plays down there. Well, first off, you're exactly right. If we're And I told this to the team. If you're satisfied with this, then, then we might as well just turn it in and cash it in right now because this is game one of a 10-game schedule in the regular season. So we got a long ways to go. We got to fix penalties. We got to fix turnovers. We got to get more turnovers. We got to fix our daggum tackling too. Um, but if you look down here, um, that situation, I can't remember if it was. Uh, it was 21 to seven at 21 the time. 21 seven, and we got. A, did we get a turnover? Got a turnover. Something like that, and we had the ball on the three or four yard line. Some, and we do goal line every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, it's the one offense against the one defense. It's the two offense against the two defense. And we wanted to see, Coach Head wanted to see if we if we could run the football out of that formation. And, uh, you know, I, I support him 100% with him because, you know, we talked about it. I think it's great. But I think in a first game like this, you're going to kind of see some things. And if they work, you're going to kind of tweak it and stay with it. If they don't work, well, maybe we need to put that in the cabinet and, and move on to something else. And I think that's what we saw. We may not just be that team where we can run double tight 32 person and pound the football against you. And we kind of tippy-toed with the running backs. They got a big push up front, tried to do some belly option, try to throw the ball. And everything is just, as a defensive guy, when you start coming in like that, man, I'm going to just tee off and bring pressure. And uh, that's kind of what they did. And it cost us, you know, those, those were some points right there. And that was a momentum turner. Uh, but I know Coach Head, he's a great coach. He's a great offensive coordinator. He's going to come up and he's going to tweak it. He's probably going to do something different. Yeah, we missed a field goal attempt coming out of there with uh, no points. It didn't really hurt us tonight, but there's going to be games where that situation like mm-hmm. that can come back to haunt you. Oh, yeah, you can't. You can't. In this conference, you can't lose points or not put points on the board, take points off the board, whatever that coach speak is. I don't know what it is. But when you're in that, when you're inside a 30-yard line, you got to score points. And that's the bottom line. It doesn't matter if it's a field goal, touchdown, what it is. You got to get points out of that um, because we're not always defensively going to be able to get three turnovers, four turnovers, and do some things like that. Your secondary tonight did give up one long pass play. That was another question mark coming in with some new bodies back there. Is it because you got Big Wade Fleischer, the <laughs> coach back there? He might be the biggest secondary coach in the G Pack, let I'll alone t- the NAI. I tell you what, though, ain't nobody going to talk back to Coach no, Fleischer now. No, no, they're not. But I thought the uh, the guys played pretty good back you, there. You know, they really did. You know, we we lost uh, some eyesight. We we focused too long in the backfield, and that's what's going to happen with with young, undisciplined guys. And uh, all of those guys back there were first year starters. And uh, I think Coach Fleischer, along with Coach Allen, we've got a lot of film work that we can look at tomorrow on Monday to get some things fixed. Yeah, I mean, now we got uh, kind of a. a- quirk in the little schedule here is quirk a word can i use quirk 
You can use any word yeah, you yeah, want because yeah, I, I even yeah, understand that one. Yeah, because we, we don't play next Saturday after one week. I, I told some folks that today. I said, well, they're playing, and then they got a week off. <laughs> what kind of a schedule is that? But that's just the way it is. But I, I think it comes at a good time. We had a lot of good things happen tonight, but there's a lot of things to fix before we uh, jump into the conference and see Jamestown in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's just – there's. I mean, you ain't got enough time for me to talk on the radio with the things that we got to fix. But I don't – this is kind of like last year. We had this buy in between this, you know, between Panhandle and whoever we played after that, and we struggled that next game. So, um, you know, last year at this time, we adjusted the schedule. We gave them a couple of days off and stuff like that. We're turning this week into game week. I know we're not playing on Saturday, but our, our prep from starting tomorrow all the way through Friday will be exactly like it's game week. Meeting time, lifting time, film time, practice time. We're not changing any of that because we got a lot of stuff to work on. Okay, my man, one in the books. Uh, celebrate like I know you will tonight, and we'll uh, see you next week. Hey, how about that postgame music, huh? A little God's Country, Blake Shelton. You know, I <laughs> you, requested that one. It's like we talked before you come in here. You could work a little bit tweaking the uh, pregame music because I don't understand any of yeah, it. Yeah, I let them have <laughs> but that. But I like this postgame stuff. I, I get the postgame. <laughs> All right, thank you all. See you in a couple of weeks. Tony Harper again uh, for Hastings College. The Broncos getting out of here with a 40-22 to win over uh, – the Aggies of Panhandle State. Yeah, a lot of things uh, to fix between now and uh, Jamestown in a couple of weeks. But I'll tell you what, a lot of good things, I thought, uh, coming out of the, the Bronco program here Well, tonight. again, and, and as we talked in the pregame show, and you talked with Tony in, his, in your uh, pregame uh, uh, show, uh, the uncertainties, not knowing what you were going to see, a new coach, new staff, new players, not knowing anything about them, and then uh, the uncertainties with us in the secondary, with the fre- freshmen and the running back, the youngsters all around the field. Um, uh, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of things to fix. They can work on those. These things are fixable, but what talent that they have on the field in the youth that they have on this squad is pretty impressive, and I don't think uh, there was really ma- any major injuries tonight, so we can get some guys healed up, but I like what I see, and uh, it's good to see Coach Harp with a big old smile on his face. All right, next Saturday we'll be off. We'll be back two weeks from uh, today. It'll be an afternoon game here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field, University of Jamestown, the Jimmies, as we start a conference play. One o'clock for the kickoff, 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show here on 1230 KHS. So I'll wrap up uh, stuff here for the uh, play-by-play portion of our uh, broadcast. We've got the fifth quarter coming up next with all the scores across the state of Nebraska today and uh, across the nation in major college football for Jimmy Purcell, for Stephanie Brubaker. I'm Mike Wills. Stick around. The fifth quarter is coming up next. You've been listening to the Hastings College Coaches Post Game Show. Hastings College Football is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports and KHAS Hastings.